up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Games Cast. Once again, my name is Adam. And I am Joe. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Joe, hello. What up, Adam? It's been a crazy week in games, hasn't it? It sure has. There is a lot that we have to go over today because it has been absolutely insane with uh, uh, like announcements and game releases and online one, outrage. And, one major story yeah, which that we just will, kept snowballing. We will cover 100% in depth, but even so... If we like, can, because there's so much know, to talk so about. there's so much to unpack with it. Um, but even so, like... Friday was another one of those like crazy pop culture days that we had. Like we had one last month where it was like uh, Mario, yeah, and I, I, Stranger Things, and like a bunch of stuff all came out on the same day. And Friday even, was another one of those. I didn't even like realize that was happening. I, like I, I was kind of actually surprised when I noticed exactly how many games came out. Yeah, this week on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean even like earlier this week yeah, also. Even, just just in general, there was a ton of stuff that came out that I was like, oh fuck, I didn't realize this was coming out. I didn't well, realize this was coming out. I didn't realize this was coming out. When I went up to Best Buy to pick up some of my stuff, I was just like, oh shit, I didn't know this was out. Oh yeah. shit, look at this. Yeah, yeah. So this is that week in the video game release calendar that happens every year where it's like, okay, if you want your game out for Christmas, it's now. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you wait. Like you're screwed. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get in before that Black Friday sale. Yeah, American Thanksgiving is this Thursday coming up, and yes. Black Friday is the biggest shopping day of the year. Which yep. we'll we'll be talking about some of the deals and things we're looking forward to later on in the episode. But yeah, this was the you got to get your shit out now, or people aren't buying it for Christmas, and then you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, but there was also like Justice League came out, which I'm probably gonna see tomorrow or today as this episode releases hmm. um punisher just came out so i'm oh, gonna punisher s- came out? yeah punisher the whole season dropped on friday as well oh, um, shit. so i'm gonna watch That's that actually at some something point. i really want to see because i've always loved punisher yeah and i like it looked good i like punisher and daredevil season two um i gotta go back and watch that also because i never watched any of daredevil oh you gotta yeah you definitely gotta watch that because yeah. that's how the introduction Netflix, happened so, yeah. yeah i know but you watch you, you know full disclosure you watch things <laughs> you yeah. figure out a way to watch it yeah. not saying how maybe yeah. at a friend's house who knows but you watch it yeah. um this isn't our watching podcast joe's are doing podcasts where we play video games so we start every episode after the banter with what we've been playing so joe what did you play in this action-packed release week well, uh, like I said, a, a ton of stuff came out, so, so I picked things. up a ton of stuff this week. Um, we talked about uh, Mario Party last week, but I did play some more of that just mm-hmm. to get like try and get everything unlocked. But you you probably have more to say about that, uh, sure did. so I'll, I'll leave that one to you. Um, All right, I, fine, it's my turn now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Joe yields the floor to me. I win. No, right, uh, first off, I got um, Lego Marvel Superheroes because that came out on Tuesday. Is although it? I actually didn't get it until uh, Friday or Thursday because I once again Amazon screwed me and like shipped it the day it released as opposed to making sure it would get to me on the day it released. Man, Amazon's really dropping the ball in 2017 it, in terms of is, video game releases. It is really like I just I pre-ordered everything from. Best Buy now. Yeah. Just like to it's make sure. Easier. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather go and pick it up in the morning than wait for it to like show up three days later, you know, at five o'clock in the afternoon. And at least it was a Tuesday release. So you still got it this week as opposed to if it was one of those Friday releases, you wouldn't get it till Monday or Tuesday. Or Tuesday. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Is it Lego week? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's really, there's not much to say. Like, there's a million, million of them that came out. I pretty much just buy them now because I'm a big, like, Lego nerd yeah. fanboy. So I'm like, oh, I gotta get them. And they always come with, like, an exclusive figure that you can only get if you buy 
the game, and sure enough, this one came with a giant Hank, man. Hank Pym Giant Man figure. I don't think that's a Hank Pym Giant Man. It says Hank Pym Giant Man. Really? That yeah. costume looks like the new Giant Man kid that they got running around. That doesn't look like any Hank Pym Giant Man I ever seen. No, even in the game, like he's Hank Pym Giant Man. Oh, weird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It, the, the, there's, that's the weird thing about the game is it's a really weird amalgamation of a whole bunch of things because it's time travel based right even even without that because right off the bat of the game um there's a weird mixture of like movie stuff and comic book stuff oh where it borrows from both the comic books and the movies yeah so like the game starts off with guardians of the galaxy and it's straight up the guardians of the galaxy from the movie they're driving around in the milano like it's I mean, that's comic book Guardian of the Galaxy now. Now, yeah. It wasn't the original Guardians. But, no. I mean, even he, like, one of the things, if you're playing a Star-Lord and you hold down the button, he pulls out his headphones, puts it on, and, and starts playing dancing. a song, and he starts yeah. dancing. Yeah. Um, so that's, like, straight up out of that. But yeah. then when you get to some of the other characters, it's a weird mix. Because right after that, you go to the Avengers Mansion, you're running around as the Avengers, and, like, it has comic book Iron Man and comic book Captain America. Yeah. But it has movie Re- Thor Ragnarok Thor. Huh. Like, with, with the, the short, short hair, hair, and, like, he has this same helmet that he wears when he fights the Hulk. Yeah, yeah, And it's Hank Pym Giant Man and uh, uh, Janet Van Dyne Wasp. Yeah. not li- It's not, like... The hope, like, and, yeah, nice, not yeah. hope, uh, Van Dyme or whatever her name is, yeah. Um, and it's not the, I mean, it's not, uh, who, who played Hank Pym in the movies? Michael Douglas, Michael Douglas, yeah, it's clearly not like supposed to be the Michael Douglas Hank Pym. So I'm just kind of like looking at it going, like, I'm getting yeah. this like really weird, yeah, they don't know where they're, yeah, like, the like, where's, where's the balance of this because they did the, the, the first Marvel uh superheroes game was pretty much just a comic book Marvel superheroes game. It was all comic game. book Marvel heroes. And right. then they did Marvel Avengers which was which based on the movies. Yeah. And this one is like just they mix the two of them together. Yeah. And then you of course you get into the other stuff about the like the weird time travel stuff fighting yeah. Krang where he's taking like different characters Kang. So like Kang. Kr- Krang yeah. is the brain from Ninja Turtles. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Unbelievable, unacceptable, Joe. You're not allowed to mix pop culture nerd- references here on this show. I've told my, you a million times. My nerd cred is damaged. Now. Unbelievable. And, minus you know, one nerd point. Yeah, and then they like he's like taking different versions of all the characters. So there's like cowboy Captain America and yeah. stuff. But just while I'm playing, I'm just kind of going like, what the fuck? Yeah, like I'm like <laughs> I don't know exactly what like. Clearly, it's the Lego universe, but yeah. uh, I'm I'm just getting so many weird mixed signals that it's kind of not. Like, it's just I'm like, eh, this is weird. Yeah, this is fucking weird. But it's a Lego game. But so yeah, in the fun. end, it's a Lego game. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, it plays well. I like it because it seems like um, the levels have been made to be a lot shorter, and it's been a bit more streamlined game. Because one of the problems with those games is sometimes the levels are just too so fucking long. long. Yeah. And you're it doing takes, the same puzzles over and over again in those, yeah. and it's just like, all right, I get it. Like, yeah, on. and you're just like smashing everything because you're like, well, I got to build up and get the like true adventurer mode thing yeah. where you collect a certain amount of studs. Yeah, and you're kind of just going like, oh, I got just like, why it, can we just move on to something else? I'm tired of the same fucking level. The part of me that really doesn't like the Lego games is the fact that like I'm walking through the level when I'm playing it the first time, and I see all these things that like I can't do yet because I haven't know. unlocked enough characters, and it's like. Now I got to go back and do this whole thing again. Like, damn it. Why couldn't I just like, ah, I yeah. want to be able to do all. I want that completionist aspect that we talk about where it's like, I just want to do it all now. I don't yeah. want to have to come back to it, but you're making me. So yeah. Thanks. Which was, was, was kind of nice to the extent about the Lego dimension game where it, just, just as long as you had that figure, there. like you yeah. had him, you didn't have to like, I got to come back when I unlock this guy later yeah. on. I swear I'm going like, 
I'm making I'm making a promise every time we bring up Lego games. I'm going to play that game. <laughs> I can see the packs over there on the ground in the bag that I bought them in. Um, I'm going to play it. I swear. <laughs> I swear I am. Uh, just not for a while. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure you grab whatever figures you want before they all disappear now that it's dead. Yeah, that's true. It's a very good point. That was something uh, Skip was talking about yesterday. He didn't know it was canceled until like he saw the 12 o'clock last night. And he was just like, whoa, it got canceled? I need to go out and buy all the figures I need before they're gone. Yeah, exactly. Got to get them before they're gone. Yeah. So what else did you play this week? Uh, so after that, on Friday, I went and picked up Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Did you buy both or just one? I bought both. They okay. had like a two-pack thing oh, that okay. came with both of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And like a download code for like you get a free 100 Pokeballs oh, and a couple sweet. art cards. Nice. So I picked that up. Um, same thing. Like it's it's Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, I played both Sun and Moon. Yeah. So like I kind of already feel like I'm playing this game for the third time now, mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of going like, yeah, did this already? Did this already? Come on, come on, come on! Because I know that there's more stuff at the end of the game. Yeah. But it's now I got to like power through all the stuff I've already done, and occasionally like there's a, a couple little differences that come up here and there. There's new characters that are like wa- running around the world that I keep seeing, but still ultimately I just feel like I'm playing the same game for the third time. And it's a bit of a slog at that point. Is this now I thought is the story different or is that end game story that, that you're talking about? Cause it's, isn't this like the, all of the team rockets from every game or like, that's like more end game stuff. Oh. You still kind of have to play through the, the sun. Like, like I said, there's like a few things that are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, this weird, it's, they're not the rainbow, like rocket rainbow team. There's these other guys that are like the Pokemon something super scouts or I don't remember what the fucking code, but they're wearing like these crazy sci-fi suits hmm. that like keep walking around. They keep like showing up and after a certain event and they'll be like in the background and they'll have like a little conversation about what's going on. But so far it doesn't really feel all that different. And then eventually you'll get to the new stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. I like, I mean, I don't, I, I, I've only played like a couple hours into it, so yeah, it, it just might just be that it's coming. Like I'm going to get into something new sooner, but as of right now, I just feel like I'm playing the same game again. Yeah. Which I mean, is fine. Like I still like Pokemon games, yeah, so Pokemon I, I'm sense. not going to complain too much, but and like it's not like I wasn't expecting this because yeah. this is every one of this is like you know ruby sapphire emerald yeah blue red yellow yeah this is nothing new uh, crystal this, so I, I can't complain too much but I mean hopefully I'll get to that new stuff and be like okay now I feel like playing a whole new game this is good again yeah yeah it is still just like even though it's you know to expect it it's still kind of a bummer that they make you. Like it should be able to read that you have a save file for yeah I can't believe that like for regular sun and regular moon and then be like okay yeah you've done this so like we're just gonna skip ahead to all of this stuff yeah yeah Uh, you know it it almost feels like in this day and age to the what like point that we're at this stuff should have just been like a DLC for Pokemon yeah sun and moon what seems like like during back in the day during like the you know the original Game Boy and Game Boy Advance and even the the original DS thing you couldn't do that so you had to do this stuff now we're advanced enough that this could have been like an add-on where like hey we're adding on a new story mode afterwards where it continues onward yeah yeah, I, I'm for like saying, five bucks. I mean, I know that they want you to buy the game again. Yeah, and that's why they do and it. Buy two games again. Yeah, as but, opposed to doing like Sun, Moon, Dusk. Yeah, 
they put out two of them like they did with black and white when they did black white uh two yeah um the only thing that gets me is that like okay why can't why can't you read the save file that's on the system to say oh looks like you've already beat sun and beat moon now like get ready for the all new story of ultra or something like that yeah they let you just skip to that part if you want to like it Mm -hmm. still says you can start new game or you can load previous data and start from the end game stuff or yeah. start from the point that you were at in the other one. If say you didn't finish it, you just got like halfway through. Yeah. Um, that is kind of a bummer that they don't do that, but maybe on the switch Pokemon, they will because yeah. this is the last three DS one, probably mm-hmm. most likely. Um, so that's kind of a bummer, but still you do like it. So it's yeah. Fun. But like I said, I knew it was coming, yeah. so I, I can't be like mad about it. I'm, I'm getting it, exactly I... what I knew. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Um, and then uh, yesterday I spent playing a whole bunch of Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, because it is free this weekend, mm-hmm. which it's, it's over now by the time you're hearing this. Yeah. But fun? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of fun. Uh, surprisingly a lot of fun. I did. I, I've had the game for a while. Yeah. Like I, I bought it originally when it came out. And it was the kind of thing where you know I bought it with a couple of friends and we're like oh, we're totally gonna play this and then we just never ended up like no one had the time to get together yeah. all together to play it at the same time, um, and then like eventually I traded in because I was like well no one's playing this and then I bought it I think last year on a Black Friday sale digitally yeah so I just had it and it's been sitting there for a year yeah. but a friend of mine uh, was like hey uh, this is free to play this weekend do you want to give it a try and I was like okay yeah I already have it so like I had Might the as well. yeah. yeah and I had like the the uh, like season one pass, so it had like a bunch of the characters unlocked. Oh, nice! Um, and we started playing it, and then I like texted Skip, and I'm like, "Hey, did you buy this, or do you still have this?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's just been sitting there forever." So the three of us got together and we played it for a while, and yeah, we had a fucking blast playing the game. Nice. Um, it's it's weird because I played a lot of uh, Vegas and Vegas Two. Yeah, back I think on we the talked last about system. that before. Yeah, I, I, I like those games. No, no, they were fantastic. Yeah. I played a lot of them, and this game is clearly incredibly watered down compared to those ones. Yeah, almost like the disappointing aspect when you know what you played, you know, prior. Yeah. Um, it still doesn't take away from the fact that it, it's a blast once you get like people together and you know what you're doing, you're working together. Yeah, anything that has like before. really good co-op is. I always have a blast with. Uh, that's why I like a lot of uh, Ubisoft's games because they do really good co-op ones. Like Assassin's I mean, Creed, South Park, great co-op. No, yeah, <laughs> uh, but like the, I, I love the Division. Yeah, the Division exactly, was great. Yeah. Uh, Rainbow Six Wildlands was also great, and that's another one where like Rainbow Six or uh, Ghost, Ghost Recon, Recon, Ghost yeah. Recon Wildlands was really watered down compared to the stuff that you could do in the other ones. Yeah, there were a ton more tactical, and this one was just more of a sandbox shooter. Mm-hmm. But still, it was still, fun. Yeah. And, you know, the kind of thing where, like, when I'm playing this and I keep thinking, like, why can't I go into cover? In Rainbow Six Vegas, you could, you know, press against the wall and it would go into third-person mode. You could, like, shoot around corners and stuff. This one, none of that. Yeah. No character customization, or at least no, like, real character customization. This one, you have to, like, buy the individual characters. And the game was pretty much sold piecemeal where, like, you know, you could buy in real game money, like, through playing or, you know, buy Rainbow Six credits Man, I hate when companies yeah, do the, that. Yeah, that kind of stuff is really <laughs> shitty, Who isn't it? Who would do such a thing? Yeah. So what did you play this weekend, uh, Adam, or this uh, week? So I played Mario Party, as uh. you alluded to earlier. Uh, as soon as we finished recording last week, I went out and bought it. Like, 
as soon we we got finished. Oh, actually, no. First, no. The very first thing we did yes. after we recorded this podcast yes. is I was at the very last point in Mario, like the very last level. I had been playing it earlier that day. I think we talked about it on the, you the had, show last week. You had week. three moons to technically one moon, one triple, one triple, moon, triple to moon to get, and it was like the longest marathon thing in the game. It tests every single mechanic that you have to play, and I'm pretty sure I like mentioned that I had yeah. to do that. And so we were getting, we finished the podcast, and I was like, Joe, do you want to see it? Mm-hmm. Do you like want to see what it looks like? Full disclosure, I don't know how far I'm going to get. I only got like past the first stage of this like gauntlet uh, last week. And so I, you know, I booted it up and we're just standing there like in my room and I've got it on the dock and I'm just like, I'm playing it at the controller and I'm like, all right, let's see how this goes. Uh, and in one try, I did it. <laughs> I like talked it up I'm just, like. I'm just lucky. It was all because I was there. Yeah. I, I uh, shine under pressure. I thrive. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's what I do. Um, and so I beat it. And so I, uh, I got, I, it was funny because like you beat it and you went, Oh yeah, <laughs> I beat it. Well, like at several points you're like, all right, how much is left? I was like, I don't know, dude, this is the farthest I've gotten. And you're like, okay, but how much is left? And I was like, literally dude, this is farther than I've ever gotten before. I don't know. Uh, and I beat it. So I got all the moons. And then the next morning I ground for coins, uh, to buy the remaining 119 you need to max out the balloon. Um, so I hundred completely 100% of Mario. Did you find the final fire flower that you needed also? Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those where I didn't realize that if you kick the rock at the the fire flower, then you can capture it. Um, so I did that. I captured everything. I've got all the coins. I completely 100% of Mario Odyssey. Uh, so it's fantastic. Uh, the only thing I want to try now is uh, playing two-player with somebody where someone controls the hat and someone controls Mario. Because that's the only thing I haven't actually done in the mm. game that it lets you do. Um, so after I did that, I ran out and I bought Mario Party and I powered through it and I beat the little, like, not board game that they have, but the little thing where you just go piece to piece and try to unlock all the games. It pretty much just exists to force you to play all the games to unlock them. Yeah. So I unlocked all the games, uh, took it over to my buddy's house, and we did a bunch of, like, three-player, like, you know, trophy things where you're you're trying to... The same thing that you and I did last week where it's just who can win the mini game. So I did that with a couple of friends that night. And then Monday finished unlocking all of the things. So it's a lot of fun. We're going to go and we're going to play with everybody uh, in the Broken Clocks family later today uh, when we uh, meet up for our Broken Clocks main event. It's a plug. So yeah. Broken Clocks main event for Survivor Series. Which I am really excited for this. Super good. If you want to hear our full thoughts on why we're super excited for it, that's the main event podcast. No, I was that's talking about now. playing Mario Oh, yeah, that's going to be great, too. Yeah, that's going to be awesome, too. I'm sure they'll be trash talking on the main event about how we played Mario Party. It's a crossover. That's how we do things here on our Broken Clocks Network. Um, so, yeah, I played all that. Played it with a bunch of friends. Uh, then Wednesday, I picked up uh, Rocket League for Switch oh, and the Snipperclips DLC. I didn't play the Snipperclips DLC yet. I also bought yet. the Snipperclips DLC. Yeah. I haven't played it. I didn't play it yet. Um I'm debating on whether or not I want to like power through it myself or like play with friends because we had a lot of fun. Like when I played with like two players, like one person controlling each person when the Snipper Clips like originally came out. Um, but I played a bunch of Rocket League. It's uh, it's the same as it was on the the PS4 when I played it. It's a little weird. I played it only in handheld mode to start, just because that's the only that's the only different way I could have played it at this point. Um, and I couldn't tell if it's just been so long since I've played it that I'm not very good, or if it was limitations of a smaller screen that was throwing me, or what it was. But I, I was not very good. But I'm gonna play it more to like get those skill sets back up. Uh, to the point where I, I can have more fun with it. Um, so I did that, and then I'll play Snipper Clips as well. Uh, I didn't buy any of like the super big releases. Like I didn't get L.A. Noir or yeah, that's I something I need to pick up at some point. But not, I've already played it, so yeah, not full uh, price. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, it's a forty dollars game. It's not sixty. No, it's not. But still, um, I'm not paying the full price for it. Like I'll buy it on sale at some point because I do already own the game. Like if I really wanted to play it that badly, I just plug in my PS3. So yeah. Um, but then Friday came along, uh, and I picked up Star Wars Battlefront. So um, I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. So this is our main topic this week because. Shit just exploded uh, af- pretty much after we finished recording last week. Um, everything went to all out hell with this game. Uh, it has been nothing but a week's worth of vitriol and online backlash and a whole bunch of things. So we're going to unpack as much of it as we can. Um, I'll just start by saying I have fun with the game. I do. Um I understand the problems with it, which have been well-documented. It's loot boxes. It's real game items locked behind those loot crates. You Ridiculous can, uh, amount of time that yeah, you, you have to put into certain things. See, and we'll cover the time aspect of it in a second. Um, but, like, it, it is annoying that to make my character better for the class that I enjoy playing, that I have to get these randomized cards to increase, like, things, like, health or ammo or I'm, accuracy. I'm still not entirely like, unsure of how that worked. I kept hearing about that, but is it the kind of thing where like you get like temporary boosters? You get like a card that says you do double damage for X amount of time, or is it like literally you get a thing that says your gun now does X amount more damage? The second one. Okay. It's, so it's like if you played the first one at all, there were star cards in there as well that you just earned by playing the game. And it would be things where it's like, your like steady hand and your accuracies increased or like you to know, an extent like these are like the attachments in call of duty correct you, would, um, you know you get the quick draw thing to aim faster down yes, the barrel faster ex- ex- exactly so it's it's that kind of stuff so you know you get a little bit extra health or bullets don't do as much damage or your bullets do more damage and things like that so those kinds of boosts are beneficial to have on your character they just are mm-hmm. um and you need to randomly get those in the loot boxes now you can use loot boxes you can buy the loot boxes with in-game currency they are kind of expensive given what you get um i they there was talk of how long it takes you to get things and how much credit you earn you earn a whole bunch right off the bat like it, it was very easy to get a bunch of credits right and rare to go now this was another thing that i kept hearing that i was confused about um i kept hearing it was time to time as opposed to time to or tied to like how well you play. No, See, no, no, that's incorrect. See, the problem is, is that a lot of this stuff that came out was before people had played the game. It was, there was some EA trial tests, like EA, uh, EA origins or whatever that like e- all access or I forget what their program is called. And people were playing it then. EA access. Yeah. And then Tuesday was the deluxe edition. People started playing it, but like all of these things were coming out from people who hadn't played it or they heard this and they heard that. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't all like legitimate news. It was hearsay, which is why like all this week I was like, I just want to get the game. Cause I want to know for myself what it's going to be like. And I love star Wars games. I was going to get it regardless. Uh, I don't think there was anything they could have come out and said that wouldn't have made me at least want to get the game. Um, so no, there's things that are timed where like, so you're a sucker is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, there are things that are timed like in arcade mode where it's just single player. You're playing by yourself. You're doing little missions, but it's not the story mode. It's just like it's an arcade mode. You're just doing mm-hmm. things or whatever. You can earn credits in that, but that caps out each day because they said they didn't want people just doing that, that's, loading up. That's and, the thing I saw. I remember watching a video of somebody playing on Twitch and they're playing it and then like they finish a match and it says like 
You Unlocking must... credits are is are, no, are now locked for the next three hours. Yeah. You cannot earn credits for three hours. Yeah, kind of it's something. Yeah, it's something like that. There's only a certain amount of hours in the day that you can earn them or whatever. Um, or so, you can only earn a certain amount, and then they put a lock on it, so you can't just keep correct. continuously grinding it. Yeah. Um, so like that kind of stuff is annoying. The game itself is fun. Like it's now you're talking about the single player or the multiplayer. How much of each did you play? Uh, I probably played two hours of each. Like I only got to play it Friday. Yesterday I was a completely full day. Like I had work in the morning and then in the afternoon I went to Boston for a football game. So I didn't get to play it at all. Um, yesterday. And then this morning I was watching NXT takeover. So I didn't get to uh, play it all today either. But, um, I played about two hours of each. The multiplayer's it's multiplayer. Like mm-hmm. your level of fun will determine will be determined by your skill. And granted, your skill could be offset by people who have more perks or what have you, but honestly, that's any multiplayer game. You know, if you are better at Call of Duty, you're gonna earn those unlocks and those things faster. Then yeah, other but you can will. usually pick and choose those unlocks as opposed to Correct. getting it randomized. And I think that's where the big yeah, exactly. controversy is. Exactly. But, I mean, it's still the, the fact of, like, a lot of people seemed mad that you uh, that you would be doing worse at multiplayer because you didn't have a certain perk because you had to buy them with, like, credits or whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if someone was better than you anyway, they'd have better perks than you. And, I mean, it sucks for you anyway. Like... They do match. They do say they match you up by like rank and everything. But obviously, the first day, everyone's kind of in the same like boat. Um, the single player is fun so far. It's not like a super great story at this point, um, but like it's cool. It's just uh, you go in, you run through a bunch of enemies and shoot them all, and then you get to back to the base and. They're like, all right, it looks like we just got this intel and now we got to go do this other thing. It's very much the same as the like the Call of Duty single player was where it's you go, you do this one ambush or rush you or whatever. You get moved to set piece to set piece. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's all first person shooter stories are anyway. But there's some like there's some breaks in it. Like you get to play as some uh, some other heroes and you get to use different weapons. And so it's not all just like you're a grunt soldier, run and shoot. Like there's a level early on where you get to play as Luke Skywalker. So you're running through with the lightsaber. So that's a lot of fun. Um, and the game looks gorgeous. Like hmm. it's beautiful. The, like the set pieces look amazing. All of the different like battles and stuff like the walkers and the, like the lighting and the textures, everything is it, immaculate. Like it looks so good. Um, so I'm having fun. Like I have to play more of it, but I'm having fun. And that's all I wanted from this game was to be able to have fun. Um, having said all that, let's get into it hmm. because a lot, a lot happened this week. Uh, I think, Joe, you have sort of a quasi-timeline of how things broke down. Uh, and they broke down very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, I, I, and the, I mean, even with this, there's a lot of stuff that's missing. So the, initially, I remember the first big thing being um, news coming out originally was that during the uh like press events where the the press got to come and play the game yeah which a lot of i saw a lot of different press outlets say uh we declined to go mm. um i want like this one podcast i listened to they had it all set up where they were going to fly him in and then like the whole thing and like it was all this you know like content or whatever and he was going to do it and at the last minute they're like canceled his flight and said you're not like he's not coming and then EA like, canceled it or uh, they're, they're 
producers or whatever. No, yeah. like EA was like, yeah, no, we we're don't not. want you coming. Yeah, um, we're like, it's it's too expensive for whatever, and like, so they canceled on him. And then I saw like IGN said we declined to send anybody to their review event, so we're just getting our copies like the day of the deluxe edition or whatever. Mm. Um, so I saw even a hoopla around that, like that of review event or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what happened, uh, what I was talking about was they, um, during those press events, they greatly reduced the amount of credits that you were, or was required to unlock certain things. Heroes to you be like the heroes. So it, it said like 10,000 to unlock, you know, Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and all the reviews were like, yeah, it takes, you know, they were sold that it only cost this much. Um, and they weren't informed that when the game was going to be coming out, the character costs were actually going to be much, much higher. Oh, so they went low, then high, then... So they they showed the reporters, the people covering the game, oh, that the credits were going to be very, that. very low. Yeah. They were like only 10000 And yeah. then they found out later on that they increased the price for the actual game. Yeah. To like in order 40, to to forty thousand, forty thousand for Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, obviously the two biggest heroes. Yes. Now the way that works is, um, you need so when you get the game, you have certain heroes and ships uh, and things that you can play as um, by unlocking them in the game in a match with in game like in match points that you earn. Um, now th- those are the ones I thought were tied to time. No, is that so, just depending on how much you play? It's not how well you play. No, it's how well you play. Okay. Um. So what it and like it's kind of confusing because everyone kept saying like it will require me to play for forty hours to unlock Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader. Okay. They so, were just talking about like in terms of skill level, not in terms of actually how long it would talk to take to play it. No. All right. So it's kind of confusing because there's like four different versions of currency. In I this know. Game. Yeah. Um, I had the same problem with uh, Assassin's Creed because in Assassin's Creed, they, they came out and they said, you know, like, yeah, our game has loot boxes, but you don't buy them with actual money. So it's not, you know, a kind of yeah. thing. You only buy them with in-game money. The only thing is that you can buy Helix credits to buy drachmas yeah. to buy the things. Yeah. So it, they're trying to sell it like, no, no, you just use in-game currency. You don't buy the currency. You just buy this other currency to buy in-game currency yeah. to buy it. Correct. It's kind of like that. So basically when you get the game... These are like the crystals or something I kept hearing about? Uh, crystals are the... You bought them like with real money. Okay. Um, so what it is, is when you first get the game and you're playing multiplayer, uh, when you're playing it, as you do well in the multiplayer, you get in match points. Now, in match points, you would then use to uh, take control of ships and hero characters. Now, in the first game, there was tokens. Where you would find a token on the ground, and if you found a token on the ground, you could turn into a ship, you could turn into a walker, you could turn into Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader. Those tokens, that token system went away in favor of if you do well and you go on a streak, then you earn, say, 3,000 in game like in match points. And then you say, okay, I want to in turn use those 3000 in match points to play as Darth Maul, who's a character that is unlocked from the get go, but you need to buy him in that match with your in match points. Um, In match points are completely earned in match based on how well you do and your kills and playing with your squad members. Cause when you spawn, you spawn with other people. And if you all play together in the same area, you earn those things faster. So it, behooves you to play with the people that you spawn with. Hmm. Um, and then you would then in match go, okay, I want to play as Darth Maul and you play as him until you die. And then you go back and you play as your regular soldiers. Um, those ma- those points you earn are per match. They don't carry over. So they're only used in that match. 
what the unlocking in those like 40,000 credits is, is in order to play as Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker in that match, you need to unlock that character to be free to use. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning, you have certain characters that everyone can use. Like I think uh, like Darth Maul is one, uh, Kylo Ren, Rey, there's a like a Wookiee soldier, there's um, like a for the episode one, like the prequel stuff, there's like heavy armor droids and things that you can play as. Uh, those are unlocked from the get go. To play as additional characters in match, you have to unlock them using the credit system. So uh, the main character from the story mode, Aiden is one, Luke, Darth Vader, uh, Yoda, I think somebody else, uh, Boba Fett I think is available from the get-go. Um, so that's what you have. That's the 40,000 that you need. So you need to get 40,000 credits to unlock the ability to then potentially earn enough in match points to play as Darth Vader. Hmm. It sounds complicated. It's kind of stupid. I, I agree. Yeah. Like the token system, while a lot of people complained that you didn't get to necessarily play as uh, like you never got the chance to play as Darth Vader because someone else always got to the hero token before you did. Um, I at least like got to play as it sometimes. Yeah. I never earned enough in match points See, with me, any regularity. That aspect be- isn't like all that. I mean, that's like playing Smash Brothers and trying to get the smash ball, you know, yeah, the thing that flies around yeah, and whoever yeah. smashes it first gets to do their super move. Yeah, yeah, that's just that's just a, a, a you know a regular aspect of a game that you know that's just like getting the rocket launcher in Halo, you know, first person to get there. Yeah, so I didn't. So have a- yeah, that I, I don't think anyone was really complaining about that aspect. Of no, they it. were. That's why they were out. Yeah, they were like, we don't like the fact that in order to fly around as a ship, I have to randomly find one of those tokens and get to it before somebody else. Yeah. Does. Well, that's a stupid complaint. That's just like yeah, yeah no, it's, it's just so a power too. up thing. Yeah, I liked it better that way. This yeah. way, you know, only the best players are going to become the best characters and therefore continue to be the best players. Like when you look at the end of the game and they give you like MVP and most kill streaks and all that stuff, it's like the same people every match and their the character icon of how they achieved like biggest kill streak or MVP is always those hero characters. It's like, all right, so they definitely earned enough in match points on their own to then go and get these super overpowered characters to then like be even better. Like as a middle of the road uh, sometimes bad player, sometimes good player in the first one, I at least had a chance to be like Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader because I could find a hero token. It wasn't all the time, but I had the chance. This doesn't seem like I'll ever have the chance until I get better, mm. which, you know, that's most games and things like that. Um, so that part's a bit confusing. But yeah, the 40,000 credits to initially to unlock those characters to then be able to buy them in match, that's a lot. Mm. Like that's a crazy. How amount. many would you say you earn per match? Um, I don't know. It depends. Again, I'm not very good right now, and I only played for like an hour or two. Uh, I think I was earning like I don't know, three and five hundred. I think. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I don't remember offhand at this point. Um, and there's other ways to earn those credits and things like that. But forty thousand would have been insane. Yeah. So it's a good thing that they decided, decided. to lower the cost. Yeah, yeah. They, and this was after the backlash on Reddit, in which um, they get the world's most downvoted post yeah. of all time. Yeah. So good they on. ended up on Reddit. Uh, the EA community team was trying to, you know, 
assuage people's outrage about certain aspects of this. And on, on a thread that said, uh, the, the title of the thread was, Seriously, I paid $80 to have Vader locked. Uh, they responded. I'm not going to read the whole comment, but yeah. uh, it ended up becoming the most downvoted comment in the history of Reddit. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, it is sitting at 675,000 points down. Yeah. Uh, it does, however, have 86 gold. I don't know what that means. Uh, on Reddit, you can like buy a super like upvote, basically, yeah. and you can give it to somebody, and it marks it as, like, this person got one gold. So what you're telling me is that... Reddit is mad about EA and their microtransactions, yet has a microtransaction system of their own. Well, this is people on Reddit, not Reddit itself. I know, mad. but the people are mad, and but yet they also are giving gold and have microtransactions themselves. A lot of the time, the people giving gold do it in a weird, ironic sense. There's a actually a subreddit on Reddit called like Negative with Gold, uh, in which people find like the most downvoted comments and they give it gold. To put it on that. So people were like giving gold as a like almost as a fuck you. But in the end, they're just handing money over to Reddit. Yeah. But it's a weird. So thing they're just like paying Reddit to be kind of ironically mad. That's why I don't really like Reddit because it's, yeah. you're complaining about a company that uses microtransactions on a platform that uses microtransactions. Yeah. Get that out. is that does nothing. There's Get there's out. no point to the gold yeah. other than just being like, yeah, it's supposed to be a kind of thing where like, I really like this comment. So I'm actually going to pay to like give it a really Big up, like upvote. Unbelievable. Yeah. Ridiculous. So yeah, most downvoted post of all time. Uh, and they said, we're reducing the hero cost by 75%. Mm-hmm. Um, the only so down... So now it went back down to what it was originally sold it's as 15,000. To... It's, oh, it's 15,000? 15, 15, okay. So it's a little bit more than what the reviewers saw, but seems much more manageable considering what you got at the outset. Uh, the other downside to that is they did reduce the costs. They did reduce the amount of credits you earn by beating the game. Um, which people were like, oh, so if you're reducing the cost that I earn and reducing the cost that it costs to buy, then it's the same thing. It's just smaller numbers, you D-bags. Um, but I get their understanding of when you beat the game, you get enough in-game uh, credits to purchase, the, to unlock the main character from the game for use in multiplayer. I, I get that. That makes sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, still... So it okay. That's good move number one off of terrible like dick point of view to begin with. Mm. A lot of people were still outraged that like yeah, of course they did because now it seems like they're on your side when really this was their plan all along because the conspiracy theory has been running rampant about like how much were they prepared for this and how much were they was this the plan all along and how sneaky sly are they or are they dumb? Like this was the debate all week. Um, I mean. Generally, I just think it's greed. Oh yeah, but it's, like it's just pure greed. So at the at the outset, it's greed. But I, you- I think it was basically yeah. I think it was along the lines of what you're saying. I think it was let's see what we can get away with. Yeah, and I- then if there's backlash. We'll just start walking everything back. Yeah, it's a negotiation. Yeah, when you say I want to buy the, when you go to buy a car and you say, the dealer says, all right, it's fifteen thousand. You go, yeah, but what about like twelve? And they're like, yeah, I can do fourteen. You're like, I don't know, thirteen five sounds pretty good to me. Um, so it's kind of like that probably, hmm. uh, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. I also wouldn't put it past EA to just be dumb. <laughs> like they make a lot of dumb decisions and maybe they thought people would see star Wars and get starry eyed and not care. Um, you know, what was funny is last, I think it was last week we were talking about how, uh, they were kind of like trying to win back fan trust. Yeah. <laughs> we were saying, cause we were talking about like the EA, uh, 
Oh, like, like Madden the game, and the game, FIFA. Madden, like Game Pass thing. Yeah. So you don't have to actually buy the game every single year. Yeah. We were saying like, it looks like they're trying to turn themselves around because they have such a bad reputation. That's yeah. good on them, EA. Yeah. And, and then and they said, hold my beer. And then literally the next day, <laughs> yeah. everything exploded. Oh, EA, it looks like you're not being a dick anymore. EA, hold my beer. <laughs> and then they, uh, they went to town. All right. So that was backtrack number one of the week. Then they promised to do an AMA mm-hmm. on Wednesday, yep. uh, which I did follow. I was uh, I was looking at the comments. And I was at work the whole time, so I didn't. I was too. But I, all I know is I, <laughs> I saw the I saw that it was happening. Uh, I think Skippy texted us and said there's an AMA going on right yeah. now. Um, and all my first thought was like I could picture the EA offices. Sitting around saying, like, guys, we have to do this AMA. And this was like, Dice people. Just, oh, this was Dice? Okay. This so, yeah, I can see developers. them sitting around at the Dice office going, like, yeah. okay, we got to do this AMA. Who are we feeding to the wolves? I could just picture them drawing lots to see, like, what, what poor bastard of an intern was going to get, like, shoved out there to hand out these, like, incredibly canned responses. They're yeah. just like, please, God, don't kill us. Yeah, and from the looks of it, uh, at least one of the guys was a guy who's been active on reddit like he had comments previous to the ama two of them i think were dudes that had like their first reddit they created the account were, for that yeah um so i did follow along it was very hard to follow along because every time someone asked a question it was then and this is every ama i've ever seen on reddit it was then a million responses of people trying to make jokes people trying to get themselves over people are talking about nonsensical shit that has nothing to do with the discussion and so on and so forth. So basically what I did is I just clicked on the user profiles of the three people answering questions. Just and to then see what their responses were. I would click their answer and see the context of what the question the was. The parent link. Yeah. That was the only way in which I could follow along mm. what was happening. And every, you know, every major question that got answered was this is bullshit. How do you think this is okay? Like, what are you guys going to do to fix it? Um, and they answered it to the best of their ability. And while, they, I think, were trying honestly to do it. They were getting nothing but vitriol and bullshit back. Like, like every said, time they fed, answered a question, the wolves, yeah. Like, every time they answered a question, it was okay. So you're just not going to answer it then? And it's like, no, but they did. You just don't like it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Reddit's a, a cesspit. Any any online comment section of anything is a cesspit, anyways. Yeah. So you're never going to get a meaningful discussion out of any of that stuff. So yeah. I don't even know why they even why anyone even bothers it was, it was like in a corporate sense you know like i yeah. understand you know a celebrity being like hey i'm a celebrity want me to like do an ama to talk to my fans yeah this this is just yeah you know marching head first into the wood chipper yeah now the i will say that while it wasn't super productive and people didn't really like the answers given the basic point of what they were trying to say is like we understand that was like that was the number one consensus that I got from all three people was like, we get it. We understand that this is a system that is flawed and that you don't like it. And what they said was, and this was basically kind of their de facto answer for every question, which then people got even madder about because it seemed like they were given the same version of the de facto answer was, we're going to look at the data of how many credits people are earning in game, how long it's taking people to unlock these things, how long you like how much we give for winning a match versus how much you get now. We're going to look at the data. We're going to look at the players. We're going to look at all of this stuff and we're going to make changes. Like they said, this is not the way it's going to be for the entirety of the existence of this game. We want to tweak it because we think we made a good game and it's being overshadowed by this terrible loot crate system. 
So they understand that. And I appreciate the fact that they understand it. It is a shitty system. Um, it doesn't take away the fun that I'm having. It may down the line, if I continue to not get anything every time I try to open a loot crate, which I only, I think I opened like two outside of the, like you logged in for the day. Here's a loot crate. Um, cause they give you those. And then if you do certain things in the, like the matches where it's like kill a hundred people with the assault rifle, here's a loot crate. Um, the, they, they're like, we're looking at the data. We're going to constantly be tweaking the system because we want to give the best possible experience. Um, people weren't buying that. They're like, yeah, sure. You're looking at the data. This will never change. Like it was a lot of just negativity and just you know, like, uh, I don't believe anything. This is all bullshit. And granted they weren't, they weren't giving timetables cause you can't like, you know, if this is, if this had started six months ago, they would have said like, by release, we'll have the system in place and we'll have three beta weekends and we'll use that data to, to yeah. tweak stuff. And you know, the week of release, you can't expect an answer on that. Cause they don't know. They got to see what players are playing and who knows, maybe by Monday, then they'll have a more concrete it's like, Hey, after the first weekend, we realized that, you know, you need X amount of things to, to get it. So we're going to increase what you get based on kills and and there was a talk of balancing of like uh balancing how good you are in the game changes like it already impacts the credits you get but it needs to change more like you need to get more if you do really well um so that was that was the basically the gist of the ama in addition to just a lot of hatred and negativity yeah Um, and then going back to that there was a weird little side story that was tied into all of this and which uh, on twitter a, a guy claiming to be a developer oh, yeah. went on and uh, said he was getting like death, death threats, threats and he, like up lots, to seven, up to seven, which it's a lot of death welcome threats. to the internet. Yeah, um, <laughs> you, you go on and say anything on the internet, and odds are you're going to get some death threats. And if yeah. it's uh, if it's anything on that level, you know, five hundred and seventy-five thousand or seventy-six thousand, whatever downvotes. Yeah, there's going to be some people saying stuff like that. Uh, however, it did turn out to be odd because I I do I I did watch like some people going through, you know, trying to find the death threats, and they're like, eh, I'm not finding like any death threats or anything like. But this. they could have just Twitter. been in his DMs. Like, it well, on Twitter, can't you only? message somebody privately if they're following you also depends what your uh, account is set to oh. like sometimes it's uh you have open dms mm-hmm. that's what they say you slide into my dms my dms are open yeah. meaning anybody can message you yeah um but, some people have it set to i have to follow you you have to follow me then we can communicate okay i don't use twitter so i thought it, i remember that being the rule we do at broken clock pods no oh. uh but ultimately it that story took a really weird turn where it turned out that that guy didn't actually even work for EA yeah, or for Dice. Uh, I think uh, over at Polygon, uh, one of the guys like went and basically found out that the guy didn't even work for the company or anything like that. I think it was Kotaku. Kotaku. Yes, yeah. it was Kotaku. Yeah, there's a big, there's, yeah, there's a good article from Jason Schreier on Kotaku that like goes into the whole bit of it. He did like investigative journalism, which is something we don't see often in video game publications. Nope. So good on him. He's always been like, top tier of the video game like journalism industry um so good on him there but yeah he went through and uncovered that it looks like he either never worked for the company or at most he might have been like a qa tester contract worker that while treated like an ea employee is not an ea employee or is but has no basis whatsoever to speak about ea anything um 
and when pushed for like, hey, can you confirm dates and things like that? Like he stopped responding to the DMs and he stopped like he never contacted the Jason back or anything like that. So, well, that was a weird turn of events. As yeah. Well. Um, so after the AMA and after that, uh, I think the next thing that happened was they turned off microtransactions entirely. Yeah. So actually before the AMA, there was a person who put out this long list of how long it would take you to uh, unlock yes. everything in the game, which, uh, seemed like crazy inflated numbers. And that was actually asked about in the AMA. They're like, I don't know if you've seen the thing going around where the guy said it would take you what over like two thousand hours? I'm pulling it up now. Yeah, I have it in the text messages. Uh, it will sense. take four thousand five hundred and twenty-eight hours of gameplay, or two uh, twenty-one hundred dollars yeah. in actual currency to unlock everything in Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yeah, which is insane. So, for any how game. many how many days is in four hundred or four thousand? I think it's six months, something like that. Well, you said it's in hours. Yes. Uh, how many how many hours was it? Uh, We're doing the man. Four thousand five hundred and twenty eight hours. Okay. Divided by twenty four. Twenty four. It's one hundred eighty eight point six 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 six. So hell, yeah, it's a hell. <laughs> it's a hell amount of days. Um, yeah, one hundred eighty eight. So yeah, roughly six months, somewhere in that range, um, to unlock everything. And that's like six months of just straight playing twenty four seven. Yes. Yeah, which is insane. Granted, I will say, and this was the thing I, I said to you when you texted me that information was, I don't think there's ever been a multiplayer shooter where I've tried to max out every class, max out every weapon, get every single item. Yeah, like, I was it's not a thing I'm going to do. I was thinking the same thing because um, I, I, I actually looked to try and find if anyone did this, a similar com- like calculation for uh, Call of Duty, just yeah. to like how many, how long would it take you to prestige the max amount of prestiges? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how like it changes each one yeah. each game so, but so like but like prestige say, every gun. Through prestige 10 times yeah. uh unlock every gun yep. unlock every skin for every gun yeah. unlock every attachment for every yeah. single gun and unlock you know all the different you know cards like yeah. you know you have the the title cards yeah. and the you, little emblems and stuff like that yeah. that you can carve into putting the guns yeah uh I could not find a breakdown similar to that no because that's insane who would do that like <laughs> I mean I I will say that um with Call of Duty Black Ops 2, I prestiged like six of the ten times. Yeah. And uh, I generally like tried to unlock everything for all the guns when I was playing it. Um, it didn't take me that long. Yeah. I was, you know, I, I didn't I didn't finish it out, but it, it, it was nowhere near that long of time. Yeah. But like, and even then, like some of that stuff, it depends on how good you are in the multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So, um so yeah, like while those numbers are crazy high uh, and kind of speaks to the silliness of it. And the thing is, is that those are all estimates because there's no way he can know that for a fact because he's not doing it. Hmm. It's based on like, I think it's based on probability of chance with getting certain cards inside of the loot crates and things like that. So it's it's extrapolated data based on the information. He so has. like he had it broken down by classes and everything like this. So say if you're playing as a trooper in the game, uh, there are 70, uh, 17 cards for each of the four base troopers. Yeah. Uh, that totals 68 cards and will require, uh, uh, 32,640 crafting parts. Uh, this will require opening 653 loot crates, which will require 950 hours of gameplay, 238 hours for every single base trooper class. But see, that's the thing. Multiplayer points that you earn, the credits you earn, depend on how well you play in the game. So that already is out the window based on like data that he doesn't know. 
because you don't know how he was probably averaging off of his own like plays yeah i guess you know for yeah but for the couple of days like saying it takes me about an average of x amount of time to open an x amount of boxes yeah so you're right like that's depending on the person but even at that point no it's still it's still outrageous yeah like um, which is why they talked about in the AMA the balancing of how many credits you get for for things that you do and how many credits things cost and the availability of stuff. So like, yeah, I get it. Um, so that was a big hullabaloo that day, which immediately I saw a lot of things were like, that seems unlikely. Even in the AMA when they addressed it head on, they're like our numbers that we've seen from just the play test and the betas and the like the early access stuff for the deluxe edition is nowhere close to that. Um, cause he said it took like a crazy amount of hours to get like a Darth Vader. We're like we're seeing people get it in like two to four hours. Like it's not, I could have unlocked Darth Vader in, in three hours or four hours. Like if I had just played multiplayer, cause I was already up to like 10 or 12,000 of the 15 needed in the time I was playing, but then chose to unlock a couple of loot crates just to see what you get in loot crates. Um, so I don't think it takes nearly as long as that guy says, but still it's a lot. It would be a lot to get the maximum out of even just one class. I, I do agree with that. Uh, but then Thursday night, uh, hours before the the game was set to come out, I think it was the, something the like official launch. Yeah, I think it was something like eight or nine o'clock Eastern time on mm-hmm. Thursday. A good you know three four hours before the game is set to launch in uh, official. Uh, EA came out and said we're disabling microtransactions for the time being. Now. The immediate response was, yeah, for the time being, that's bullshit. Still hate you, which, okay, I I, I get, all right, I do. But at least you got to give them some credit, like a little bit, just to say, we understand this is the biggest problem in our game. We're going to turn it off in the meantime, because that sucks for people to come into a game and all of a sudden anybody could just spend $300 and they're better than you, which, you know, they call them whales for a reason. That's what they're going for. I get it. Um, but it's a good move. Now the temporary part is concerning cause they will come back eventually, whether that's a month, it's six months. A lot of people are saying like, Oh, you're turning it off. So people go buy the game. And then in a week, you're going to turn them back on again. Wow. Dick move. You guys all suck. Uh, so we'll see what the system looks like when they come back. If all of a sudden you'll be earning more credits. Like this story is not done. By well, you can stretch. still, you can still earn the credits, right? The, the credits. Game. Yeah. But you can't go you buy can't purchase the shards the or whatever. Yeah. Um, so like the loot crate system still exists. And mm-hmm. so that's one of the biggest hurdles until they either make it so you earn way more points to unlock loot boxes easier or until they revamp the game entirely to where it's an Overwatch style of its emotes and its costumes and its, you know, uh, whatever else stuff that isn't game items. And if they do that, then this game, this game is going to be real good. And if they get rid of that, like this goes from a six, seven to maybe an eight, nine, not a 10. Cause it still has other issues, but um, you know, in reviewers minds, I think that would completely overhaul the game if they went to an emotes skins only kind of situation. Um, but yeah, it's, it was a, it was a crazy saga this week of just the ups and the downs and, it's, like I said, the story's not over. Like we're well, going to yeah, be talking the, about this for weeks. Well, the last bit of news that came out um, was that Disney actually was the one that had to intervene yeah. on this because they they took a look at everything and they said, "You guys are fucking this all up. Yeah, like do something or else we're going to take away your exclusivity deal." Yeah, we you know we went and we put we gave you the keys to the Star Wars universe, and y'all fucking it up real bad. 
Um, and it's just another another misstep in EA's handling of Star Wars after the cancellation of... Uh, Whatever the, the anti-hitting game was yep, at Visceral. Uh, yeah, which granted, we've heard that it was probably going to be bad anyway, so probably a mercy killing. But still, it's now, it's now a month's worth of really bad PR for EA from a Star Wars standpoint. Um, ahead of, you know, one of the biggest Star Wars movies of all time and really good Star Wars news from Disney, like with the new TV show and the new trilogy and all this other like really great Star Wars news. EA comes along and they're like, oh, you guys like Star Wars? So, I don't know. Remember that incredibly beloved game that we made a couple years back? Which one? The original Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, I, Battlefront I don't even too. know if I would call it super beloved because there was vitriol then. Too, no, no, like, the original Star oh, Wars. Oh, the original, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, like the yeah. Xbox, the PS2 and Xbox One version. Those were so good. Those are Battlefront Two was great. I remember I bought my uh, my PS2 uh, like internet adapter so I could play Battlefront online. Nice. Like, back in the like, most people got it for SOCOM or like. Final Fantasy Eleven or something like that, but I was like, nope, Battlefront. I want to play Battlefront. I was playing it on the Xbox, uh, the original Xbox. Well, yeah, which had it yeah. built in. So, yeah. no, I bought my uh, PS2 online adapter. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to play more time with this. I'm sure I'll have a revisited opinion next week, and who knows, the winds will probably blow a different direction, and some other new news will come out uh, this week from it. But it's there's definitely a lot to unpack, and it's definitely more than I think we could get into even in the i think half an hour we've been talking about it now um so definitely go online try to find like some articles uh i definitely recommend the the kotaku one about the the guy who lied about working for ea that was just an interesting you know investigative journalism article um and then there's a million places that you can figure out all that different stuff if you missed any of the weird bits uh from this week there's uh, tons of videos on youtube of people yeah going through and like breaking it all down yeah and there's a lot of videos too of like someone paid enough money to max out a ship and you just watch him run roughshod over everybody but those are a little bit wonky in the terms of like if you're a guy who got enough people to watch this video of you playing video games you're probably already a streamer which means you're probably already pretty good at video games so even that's not indicative of yeah and there's there's weird things like uh weird uh like accounts on twitch like that i know yeah. that there's you know some people make all of their money just taking donations and then opening like counter-strike loot boxes yeah and it's just them like being like, oh, I just got somebody just donated fifty bucks. Let's open fifty bucks worth of loot crates and yeah. see what I get out of it, kind of yeah. thing. And then people watch that, and then just donate more money to keep watching them doing that. Yeah. So I'm sure it's easy for someone to go like, hey, who wants to just fork over a ton of money to watch me open up loot boxes in yeah. in uh, start? Well, I mean, now that the thing is closed off, you can't buy the currency. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw like uh, I forget which site did it. It might have been IGN that put up a video. It's like, here's what $100 gets you in loot crates before they turned it off. Yeah, Polygon had a similar yeah, article. Yeah, I'm sure a lot they of them. They were like, this, I'm putting 90 bucks into it. Let's see like what, what I can I get, get out of yeah. it. And in the end, they were like, I still have no control over my character. No, yeah, you don't. Yeah, that, and that's the downside to the loot crate system with real game items. And I'm hoping that in their review of this, that that goes away. That they say, okay, listen, we're sorry. We're refunding, you know, certain people's things and we're only putting like cosmetic stuff into the loot crates, but we'll see. Uh, you know, Was like, there already cosmetic stuff in it? Uh, I, I don't know. Can you, get, like, can you get different Stormtrooper helmets or something? I've only opened like two, okay. so I, I don't know. Uh, 
that's the thing. Like we don't, you don't know what's in it until you get it. Uh, and that's the de- the downside of loot crates. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully the system gets revamped because it's a really fun game. And the, the people, when they announced the microtransactions were going away, they put out a statement and they're like, listen, we're really sorry. Mm-hmm. Like we made a game that we think is really good. And we understand it's being overshadowed by this terrible system. And we're sorry. Uh, hopefully yeah. you'll like our game if, and when we fix it, we're going to work to fix it. Yeah. That, that's something like, so uh, minus all of that, how would you say that the actual multiplayer gameplay is like, do you, is it, is it good? Yeah. It's the same. It's the same kind of, uh, gameplay as the first battlefront. Mm-hmm. So if you, you still switch between first and third, you're still running around. There's still like, there are some like quote unquote vehicles that you can get that you don't have to unlock. Like I rode a Tauntaun on Friday. That was fucking awesome. I've never done that before. That was super cool. Um, the guns have a little bit more feedback. Like they feel like you feels like you're shooting this big, like blaster, you know, thing. So I, I'm still having fun with it. Granted, that may change if after two weeks of playing it, I, I'm not getting any better as a character and that's impacting my ability to play the multiplayer. That will certainly put a damper on the experience. But right now, in the limited time that I've played it, I have issues with the loot crate system. I There's no way you can't, I don't think, um, because it, it's silly. The fact that you can't play as the same class and therefore make that class better, like every other shooter, is a problem. Yeah, because um, that's my that's I, I talked about this before with called like that's what I like to do. Like, yeah, I like to pick a class and play until I unlock everything for yeah. that class. And they're like, okay, this guy's done. On to the next one. Yeah, I thought I wouldn't hate it as much because like when I play shooters, uh, I did this in Splatoon. I did this whenever I play Call of Duty. I find a gun that I like that I feel like I play well with. And I don't care if I unlock a better gun. I'm sticking with that one. Like, so that could be the middle of the road gun. It's not the worst gun, but it's not the best either. But you know what? For my skill set, it it is the best for me. And I, I just stick with that one. And I thought maybe I would get to that point here. But because after now experiencing the loot crate system, it doesn't seem like that's the case. Um, but again, still a couple hours in, I'm having fun. Hmm. I'm going to go through this week. I'm going to finish the campaign. It's only like four or five hours, so it won't take me very long. Um, but... Yeah, so we'll we'll revisit this next week when I've had more time with it. Uh, and again, like I said, I'm sure a bunch of crazy new things will come out in the meantime anyway. So so this is what I was thinking maybe could have uh, stopped all this. And, and it would have been interesting to see if they had went this route, is if they had just made the game like $20. Yeah, but... Like know. $20 for the campaign and then just had the multiplayer and be like, look, like you're getting a $20 game. Yeah, no. You're not paying full price. So, like, take, you can just say, like, oh, you're just going to take that extra 40 bucks you wanted and put it towards buying, like, microtransactions. Yeah, would that have been better? Sure. Or if it was just free to play. Yeah, well, that's what this game is. And that's what people's complaints were. Yeah, it's a free to play game that you have to pay 60 bucks for. Correct. Um, But it's got the single player, however small. And that's why I was saying 20 bucks just for the single player. And the whole reason they're doing this is because the game was probably really expensive to make. Yeah. And they're, they did, they did this because of all of the backlash in the first game to all of the DLC. So, because if you remember when Battlefront 1 came out, there was a handful of maps and it wasn't a ton of them, but I don't think it was that much less than any other like modern day shooter um, in terms of like worlds and stuff you could go to. And then they're like, but there's a season pass with, eight more worlds coming and they're like, okay, so you just gave us not a full game and you expect us to pay $50 more. So they say, okay, we realize we fucked up with that. We're not going to make you pay for the DLC. 
but we're going to nickel and dime you somewhere else. Like I much rather would have had a season pass and a couple less worlds here than what I have now because mm-hmm. the loot crate system sucks. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so I think that's, I feel like we've gone in depth as, as in depth as we can, uh, on that one. So it is time once again for the lightning round, not lightning round. Um, so we go from one company, uh, that just had terrible news all week to another one that probably got a reprieve in terms of bad news they were expecting. Uh, looks like, uh, Vivendi, the, uh, entertainment giant that, uh, owns a lot of different stuff, um, said that they're not going through with their planned hostile takeover of Ubisoft, uh, for at least like six months, I think, or until 2018 or something like that. Like, Ubisoft's done well enough where they're buying back shares and yeah, that's what I was surprised about that because I, I, as far as I know, Ubisoft has been killing it lately. Yeah, they I have. Mean, talking about Rainbow Six Siege, it's still a huge game. Yeah, like two years after it launched, people are still playing it pretty regularly. Um, and then also, like I said, Assassin's Creed sold really well. I talked about that last week. Yep. Yeah, it it did. Um, and that's why that that's allowing them to kind of stave off this because this takeover thing like i don't think we've talked about it on this show but i've seen articles here and there where it's just like not real news bits but just like hey it looks like vivendi's gearing up again to try to do a hostile takeover it looks like something else is happening and um from the sounds of it it seems like ubisoft is doing a good enough job of buying back shares and trying to prevent uh, a hostile takeover which we don't really ever see in the video game world that's more like a fortune 500 company and like big business versus small business type stuff where you see these like corporate hostile takeovers with stocks. And I mean, those aren't really our forte. I don't think, I don't know how good of a stock man you are, but uh, I am not. Uh, So I guess they own 25.1% of Ubisoft right now. And then 96% of games, uh, game loft. Yeah. So those are the only two gaming. Yeah. uh, They own a bunch of other stuff. I think like, Oh yeah. They own a ton of stuff, but I'm just looking at the video game stuff. Yeah. So there was a, there was a point in which they were going to try to buy up shares to take over and own Ubisoft without having to buy them out. Um, so that's where that came from, but that that's being pushed off, uh, for at least a little while. So, uh, lightning round dynasty Warriors nine got a release date. It is February 8th, 2018. Are you excited about that, Joe? Uh, yeah, I'm actually getting pretty excited about that one. This is the open world one, I believe? Yes. Yeah. And that's why I'm excited about it. Yeah. I always did like it, but once again, it got uh, to become a very repetitive thing. It's stale. In the God knows how many Dynasty Warrior games have uh, been released. Well, uh, well, there's eight. nine. Well, there's, there's <laughs> and then eight, there's a million but other. But there's like, also like Dynasty Warriors Empire, yeah. Dynasty Warriors Extreme Legends, yeah. Samurai uh, Warriors, Samurai Warriors, the the, the one that had all that other now. stuff that like had the guy from uh, Neo, Neo, in yeah, it. yeah, uh, Warriors All Stars or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Warriors Orochi. Yeah, yeah, and no, then also videos. like the Fire Emblem one, the and Zelda the one. Zelda one, and the. Yeah. No, I was just being a shit when I said eight. But yeah, yeah, there's a million of them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll play it uh, at first, but I'm, I'm intrigued I'm, by it. I'm probably. I mean, I obviously I need to see more. Yeah, like, as, it, as it comes closer to yeah. it. But my interest is very peaked. It's going to be one of those ones along the same lines of the Dark Souls kind of thing, where I'm like, yeah, I'll give this a try because yeah. it's like a series I haven't really played in a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it might be worth it. Um, so yeah, uh, lightning round. We got new Dragon Ball Fighters with a Z. 
Joe, who are they? Because I don't know nothing about no Dragon Balls. Uh, they announced three new characters for Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Uh, they had it, uh, adult Gohan. They yeah. had kid Ho- or teen Gohan as a character already listed. So now it's going to be the adult version. So yeah. this is going to be a you know weird kind of amalgam of moving all the characters to different timelines. Yeah. Uh, they had uh, Kid Boo, which is another character that they announced. Fat Boo, which is a different version of uh, Boo in the yeah. game. And then uh, Gotenks, who you don't know who that is, but it's a fusion character of two different characters in the series. Nice. Uh, which is cool. I like all these. I was really excited to see Kid Buu in it because he's one of my favorite characters from Dragon Ball. Most mm. interesting, one of the more interesting. Well, not really interesting because it's he, he has a cool fighting style. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that. Nice. Side note, just Dragon Ball related. I did see that one of the voice actors died this week. Oh, really? I sad. did not see that. Oh, you did not see that. Breaking news for Joe. The American uh, ones or the Japanese ones? I think it was the ja- like the original uh, Japanese person, voice actor death, uh, Balma. Balma's oh. voice actress Hiromi Suru has died. Yeah, oh. It was just uh, just two days ago. Sad. Um, so yeah, she uh, she was discovered unconscious in a car. Uh, the vehicle was stopped. The hazard lights were on, and she was still wearing her seatbelt. Uh, she was rushed to the hospital where she was pronounced dead. She was only fifty seven, which is a, a bummer. Um, so yeah, so that was just a side note oh, for Dragon Ball for those interested in the game. I'm sure you're also interested in the show. Uh, and that's probably a sad thing. Yeah. I'm sad. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that so many of them, I mean, the, the woman that voices Goku is like an 80 year old woman. So yeah. yeah so it's a, it's crazy. It's one of those things where you're just kind of like crossing your fingers every day going like, I don't want you to die. Yeah, <laughs> you need to, you need to stay alive for as long as possible to keep yeah. doing this. Super's just getting good. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, lightning round. We got more fighting uh, game characters as Tekken 7 and Final Fantasy 15 are having themselves a bit of a crossover. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tekken has always had like a lot of weird crossover bonus characters added yeah. to them. I was True. really surprised to see this one. Uh, but yeah, they're adding Noctis, the main character from Final Fantasy 15 to the yeah. game, which is, I mean, a pretty cool yeah. ad- uh, addition. Uh, I still haven't really played any of Final Fantasy 15 yet. I'm just like sitting on that, waiting for the perfect day to actually sit down and sink some time into it. That's what I said about Final Fantasy VII, and I've never played it still. Mm. Like I, I bought it when I was a kid, and I was like, "Man, I hear this game's like a marathon." I like, I want to make sure I set aside several hours to actually go through and play it. Never once did. But uh, I mean, it's really cool. They have their own fighting game series, the the City of Final Fantasy games. Yeah. So I'm sure it's just kind of a cross promotion. Yeah, be interesting sure. to see like a character from Tekken shows up in that, like yeah. Yoshimitsu or something. Yeah, I'm sure because he would fit in perfectly in the Final Fantasy universe. Yeah, and I feel like Yoshimitsu's been in other fighting games. Like, he has. He's uh, been in Dark Soul or um, uh, Soul, Calibur. Soul Calibur. Yep. Uh, yeah, and probably a couple other things that yeah. I don't know about. Um, so yeah, so that could be pretty cool. And that's coming to now. Tekken Seven is a game that's out already. And this is just a DLC person? Uh, yeah, it's just okay. a like DLC character. Okay. Uh, I don't see an actual date for when it's going to happen, but yeah. they put out a trailer for it. Nice. It's sometime spring 2018. Okay, cool. Uh, lightning round. More video game fighting characters, Joe. This time in arms. We got a new arms dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like he's some kind of spiritual healer man type thing. Yeah, he's got like a Aztec aesthetic to yeah. him. His character named Masango. Okay. Masango. Yeah. What's his like abilities or whatever? Does it say? Uh, he does come with three new arms types for him. Uh, they're all pretty much based off of like poisoning the character. So when you hit somebody, like you'll start slowly draining their health. Yeah. And supposed to always having to hit every single time. Oh, this was also the thing that's cool with him. Uh, he wears a mask 
and you can change the color of the mask. And when you do that, uh, it changes up the fighting style a little bit. Uh, so blue will increase his movement. Red increases his damage. Yellow increases his rush moves. Um, although there's no way to control the color changes, forcing players to adapt on the fly. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So that's a little little thing that we have yet to see in terms of arms is like something changing up the play style in match. Um but yeah, that was part of ARMS 4.0 update, which also is bringing along uh, an in-game event called Party Crash. Uh, they're likening it very much to Splatoon's Splatfest, where for this first one, and this is going to be coming up this weekend, the 22nd through the 24th, uh, if you play as Springman or Ribbon Girl, you you're, you boost your point totals that you earn by 1.5. Um, there's also schedule sessions, which will let players boost their point totals by two and three. I assume at the end of the weekend, they'll then tell you like Ribbon Girl was more popular and mm-hmm. she won the weekend or whatever. Uh, I don't think it's the necessarily the same as a Splatfest, but it's kind of like that idea. Yeah, they're borrowing from a similar idea. Yes. Yeah, uh, but speaking of uh, Splatfest. Lightning round. We got a new Splatfest coming. And once again, Joe and Adam are at odds. Yeah, this uh, this new one coming up is uh, sci-fi versus fantasy. Sci-fi versus fantasy. Yeah. Joe, where do you where do you lie on this? Uh, well, I'm safe to assume that you, due to your incredible love of Star Wars, and the wait, fact that how you're... did you know I love Star Wars? I don't <laughs> it, think I've ever mentioned that not once. Yeah, even uh, in this episode, several times. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, assume that you fall in the sci-fi aspect of this. I, however, uh, was much more of a Lord of the Rings yeah, uh, fan. Nerd. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sticking with fantasy on this one. Yeah. It's amazing, Joe, that you were able to piece that together considering you're sitting next to a bunch of Guardians of the Galaxy posters and an entire shelf dedicated to Star Wars. But good on you for being observant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm very much on the sci-fi camp uh, and I will destroy you oh, with yeah. my advanced weaponry, which will totally destroy all of your fantasy elements. I don't care what magic you Oh, wait. You is, got. Is, the ag- is the argument the fight between sci-fi and Star Wars? I thought it was or, uh, sci-fi and fantasy. I thought it was just what what's a better uh, universe, sci-fi or fantasy. I guess it's one of those things you could play it out. Well, it was like, like which one would you rather? Would you rather be on a spaceship in the space yes. in Star Wars, or would you rather be in like the magical world filled with dragons and all sorts of stuff like that? Yeah, no, that's either. the way I was looking at the argument. Oh, okay. You're Still looking sci-fi. at you're looking at it as a. No, I wasn't looking at it as anything. I'm just saying okay. they would win. Oh, they, God, yes, fight. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, good. I just want you to know There's, a, there's actually a, an anime uh, called Gate. Uh, it's not sci-fi versus fantasy, but it's uh, a, a, a giant gate appears in the middle of Tokyo. Yeah. That is, on one side is a fantasy world, and on the other side is our modern world. Okay. And the Japanese army goes through the gate and basically is just like, yeah, we're running this shit now. Yeah, and the whole anime is, is them like just, you know, a dragon comes flying in. They're just like, uh, yeah, can we just get an Apache attack helicopter to fly in here and just like nuke that thing? And yeah. just, you know, the, all the like fantasy soldiers are going like, we're going to go and crush these guys. Oh, God, they just killed all of our dragons in one hit. Yep. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, but yeah, no, if you want to go in terms of what would you rather, like, which world would you rather live in, I'd still pick sci-fi because in fantasy stuff, not everyone is has magic powers and not everyone is good with a sword. And that seems like the coolest stuff in fantasy where, like, even if I was a run-of-the-mill regular dude in a sci-fi world, I still got cool tech stuff and still gadgets and I can fly probably. I probably got rocket boots and jetpacks and those are probably consumer products at that point. So, yeah, that's way better. 
so either way, I'm sci-fi. I don't know. I, I just much rather see like the giant, beautiful, vast landscapes of a crazy fantasy world. I always love the aesthetic of like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And, you know, it, it depends on the fantasy world you're talking about. I probably would not want to live in Game of Thrones. No, you wouldn't. At, in any way, shape, or form, given no. the choice. Yeah. Because if you're... If you live in Game of Thrones time, you're either like a dirt poor like loser or you're just a member of this royal family who's also just waiting to get killed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, not my choice either way. Uh, but that's coming up this weekend, I believe. Uh, yeah. Uh, it actually just started. Uh, oh, it was this weekend. We're yeah. currently in now. Sunday yeah. being the last day. Yeah. It started yesterday. Oh, did not get a chance to play it at all. Nope. Me neither. So we'll see who wins. Hopefully it's my team that I didn't participate in. Uh, lightning round. We've got some, uh, the outline of all of the content coming to Middle Earth Shadow of War, both free hey, and paid. Of, uh, fantasy, fantasy world Look stuff. at that. Wow, I didn't even plan that. Look how we did that. I swear I didn't even, that's just the order in which the news came in and I wrote it down that way, but that actually works out really well. Uh, going from one Lord of the Ringsy thing to another. Uh, so we've got the list. They have a bunch of free updates coming the rest of this year, as opposed in addition to um, some of the paid content that you get with the expansion pass. So coming up November twenty first, which is Tuesday. No, yes, Tuesday um, is yeah. when you're going to get start getting the first bit of both free and paid DLC. Uh, we have the Endless Siege, where you defend your fortress against Sauron's forces. So it looks like a tower defense mode. Of sorts, we got Rebellion, crush the rebel orcs and Eurix in your forces as they seek to undermine the Bright Lord. Uric. Okay, I don't know what any of that stuff means. For uh, you don't know Lord of the Rings. Sure don't, because I'm not a loser. Oh. Uh, then enjoy also Star Wars nerd. Yeah, right. I'm going to enjoy it. Enjoy the fuck out of it. Uh, we also have enhanced photo mode uh, where you can make postcards for Mordor, I guess, based on this picture. I wow. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy, that's the DLC I've been waiting for. Sure is, isn't it? Uh, and then for the paid DLC, we've got Slaughter Tribe. Uh, it's a Nemesis World expansion featuring a brand new tribe, fortresses, missions, legendary gear set, upgrade challenges, and conquest activities. Uh, and then the second wave of things coming this year is December the 5th. Uh, actually, no, there's three because there's December the 5th is the online fight pits where you can challenge other players uh, orc follower overlord versus overlord to fight to the death uh, to earn powerful rewards and upgrades that seems pretty cool it's a thing that you can do in the game where you can like have your guys fight on your behalf and it's basically like you just watch them fight yeah but it's going to let you take your characters and fight against other people's things yeah that which seems, cool. it seems pretty cool because I always kind of like that aspect but it's just spectating it's not yeah it's pretty okay. much just spectating right. but I mean Still. yeah you're not doing it yourself but it, it's like it's a cool thing it's like you well, because you're training these guys. Yeah. So, like, you're like, I train this guy. He's like, you know, it's like it's a Pokemon Tamagotchi battles. kind of thing. Well, it's Pokemon battles. But you're just really. not controlling the fight. Well, yeah. I mean, you're technically, you're only controlling the Pokemon battles to a certain extent because you're picking the moves. But it's still based on how well you train them to begin yeah. with. And, yeah. And, like, you can, you know, give them different weapons and equipment and stuff like that. So, it is kind of like... This guy's a badass. I really like him. Like I bet you he could kick so many asses in yeah. a fight. So you're lines. you're you're like you're like the uh Caesar at the arena, you know, standing there with your thumb up going like yeah. finish him. Yeah. You're the Jeff Goldblum of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. You're there the games you master. There it is. Uh, and then December the 12th, we got brutal difficulty coming. So a new higher difficulty level, even more challenging than the nemesis with no last chances. 
uh, and then that's so that's a free update. And then the paid update on the 12th, there is no paid update on the 5th. Um, it is Outlaw Tribe featuring a brand new tribe, fortresses, missions, legendary gear sets, upgrade challenges, and conquests. So a Slaughter Tribe and an Outlaw Tribe are both coming. Uh, and then 2018, we've got uh, the Blade of Galadriel. 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 Uh, play as El Teriel and encounter new campaign missions and enemies. That's February. And then in May, you've got Desolation of Mordor. So you play as uh, Branor and encounter new campaign missions, a new region, and a new survival mode. Uh, those are both paid DLC. It looks like there's going to be more free DLC to be announced based on the infographic they put out. Uh, but right now, it's just they run till the I mean, end right of the year. Right where it says more to be announced? Yep. Yeah. Um, so they've gotten free till the end of the year and paid up until, uh, May of next year. So if you are a fan of middle earth shadow of war, you've got plenty of more game coming. Hmm. I have the season pass. So yeah. I bought the like gold edition or whatever yeah, it was so called when it came that. out. Comes with all that stuff. Uh, lightning round. Looks like we may be getting more cuphead, which is good news for cuphead fans, including myself though. I need to play. More you of played game. like one level. It didn't even beat it. <laughs> I played for like 20 minutes and the computer crashed and eventually I'm going to get to it, but I'm just afraid the computer is going to crash again. Uh, but yeah, more cuphead coming from the source of the developers themselves. Yeah. Studio, uh, MDHR, uh, were asked in an interview with IGN if they would see more cuphead coming and they, you know, they didn't say like, yeah, we're definitely working on Cuphead 2. They did confirm that they want to keep working in that similar style and that we would not see the end of Cuphead. So either Cuphead 2 is coming or they're going to work on a new game and maybe Cuphead will be like a bonus character, like a hidden thing. Yeah, DLC, yeah. any number of things. Yeah. But that's good. I mean, the aesthetic looks great and for all intents and purposes, people seem to absolutely love that game. So. Yeah, and they made fucking bank off of it. So yeah. now I'm sure they have more than enough money to make whatever they want for the next one. The key will be how long it takes them to come out with that. Yeah. Especially with all the hand-drawn animations, you never know. Yeah, but they could hire a much bigger studio to yeah. do all that this time. That's true. Um, so yeah, uh, more Cuphead coming. Get ready for that. I'm excited. Lightning round. And this is something that you will not get more of. And that is Marvel Heroes because Marvel Heroes is dead. I uh, was really actually surprised by this. Super surprised by yeah, it. Yeah, so, I guess. It, I mean, I I haven't paid attention to the game in a very long time. The last time I was interested was when they released the Omega. Yeah, on console. Which console was only versions. six months ago. Yeah. Not even. Yeah, but apparently, like in that whole time, there's been a ton of internal strife within the studio. Yeah, uh, and, like dealing with the developers and stuff like that. So uh, eventually, it was a gazillion gazillion entertainment. Yeah, people that develop the game. And they basically were just like, "Yeah, well, it's dead. We're killing it off." Uh, no, that's not what happened. Disney said we're terminating our. Oh, relationship that's right. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, so once again, Disney coming in and uh, smiting with their corporate hammer uh, a video games company who had. They'd been given license to some of their characters. Yeah, uh, they've been the fucking it all up, and they're yeah. like, you're fucking it all up, so See, I don't bye. think they're fucking it up. I think it's just, I don't think they're necessarily seeing the return of, like, return on investment, probably. Hmm. Um, but it's still sad. I mean, that's a game that, like, we know Skip played a lot of. Uh, he broke Did down. Did he say that he put, like, like, over $1,000 into that game or something? Yeah, I think since it came out in 2013, I think it was something like $200 a year. Uh, is what it evens out to be um, in, you know, characters and costumes and all kinds of stuff. But he got pretty much everything in the game with that just by virtue of the fact that he was always getting deals or be given free characters and all kinds of stuff. Um, it's a game I liked. It's not a game I played a ton of just because I'm not a big MMO person. Now that it is shutting down, I am going to try to go through and play like the 
campaign story that they have because I just never yeah. finished that. Did they give a date when it was actually closing? End of the year. Uh, so the year? December 31st okay. is when the server shut down. So you will no longer be able to play that game. I think they're turning off right now, if not soon, all of the in-game purchases. So you can't buy any more stuff because uh, like, what would be the point? I did see some backlash of people, especially people who got console versions and paid a lot of money to buy characters and was there a lot of people. Version? What no, but they like they got it and they like oh. bought all the character packs. And now they're anticipating being able to play this game for yeah. more than six months and they're just like, Nope, sorry, we're closing the game. It sucks to be you and they're like, Whoa, what the fuck? Like you promised me a game and why why would I assume this game would shut down in six months? Yeah. I kinda want my money back and uh I don't think they're gonna get it. I think any any like terms of service that they would have agreed to when playing the game Said says something like this can go away at any time. So kinda. buy it your you know own yeah, discretion. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna give it a like a whirl just because I, I want to try and at least get whatever achievements I can get out of the game before yeah. it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bummer. Uh, I mean, if you didn't hear the news but you wanted to give the game a chance, now would be the time. I think they also did say that the entire game is free, meaning any character is now unlocked. Yeah. Um, for the rest of the year, just to be like, there's no reason for us to lock for anything behind. For the next behind. five weeks. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason to lock anything behind a paywall. So um, go to town. So if it's a game that you wanted to try but never wanted to spend any money on, now's the time, I guess, for the very little time there is of it left. Uh, but it's a bummer. I mean, obviously, that studio will probably have to either go work on something new or they won't. I also heard part of this might be because some higher-ups in the studio were accused of sexual harassment as part of the wave of... Terrible people getting called yeah, out on the, their terrible uh, shit. The CEO was going through one of those. Yeah. So I think that probably had more than some to do with it as well. Uh, so, yeah, Marvel Heroes, no longer a thing. Uh, lightning Round, something else that's no longer a thing, at least for now. Uh, we talked about this either last week or a couple weeks ago. GameStop was unveiling a new six-month rental policy thing where you could pay 60 bucks and you can rent unlimited games and return them as you like. And at the end, you get to keep a game. Uh, they have uh, suspended that for now. Uh Something in the range of their computers didn't know how to handle those transactions, and it was kind of a big mess. So they're gonna they're stopping that for now, but we'll probably come out with it again soon. But I, I was just when I heard that, I was like, I, I wonder if that's true, or is it the kind of thing where this went like, oh, holy fuck, this was a dumb idea. Well, like it was too good of an idea. Like where they just where people were coming in, they doing were gonna it a lot, take or? so much advantage of it. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's the the only advantage of it you can take is. The fact that like you could just go every day and get a new game, but I mean, it doesn't really change the thing. I guess it would just stop you from buying more than one game. So they probably ended up, they probably saw like, oh shit, way too many people are doing this and sales for this week are drastically down and that's a big, big problem. But who knows? Uh, we'll see if it comes back. They did say it was a suspension of the program, not an ending to the program. So uh, I'm sure when that comes back or if they get more clarification or if they change the program in any way, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we've now moved out of the realm of video games into the move of, uh, realm of pop culture, which we have been known to do from time to time, discussing video game properties that may or may not be making the jump to books or comics or TV shows or even movies. And this was one that's making a return to the big screen. Joe, are you excited for a little character called Super Mario? Yeah, never a big to fan. make their movie return. You're not a fan? No. Not really into that, that no. plumber guy? No. Or do you just hate Italians? Oh, well, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm part Italian, so I at least hate me. Italian. Yeah, you're, yeah, you hate you with a passion, yeah. so 
I knew it was just because you're maybe possibly Italian, you jerk. Honestly, I don't even know. I'm one of those like complete mutts made up of everything. Yeah. So there's many reasons for people not to like you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mario looks to Nintendo looks to finally be relaxing their policy on no more Mario movies after what the Academy Award winning Super Mario Brothers movie of the 1990s. Like, all right, I, I am gonna. <laughs> I am going to say that I am one of the people that absolutely adores that movie. But because it's bad. Because right? it's bad. Yeah, okay. Though. But like even even when it came out, like I remember going to see it and just being like, this is what? Yeah. But I, like being happy. Like I remember like walking out still being like, look, that was dumb, but like come on, it was really fun. Yeah, I remember I saw that I definitely saw that movie in theaters. I was young when it came out. Um, but I was into Mario cause we had a Nintendo in the house and I loved playing Mario. And I think even as a kid probably had fun with the movie cause I had watched it even after that. Like I didn't hate it cause as a kid, you don't really hate a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but I think even then understanding that like, Hey, this isn't Mario. Like, <laughs> this is nothing like Mario. Yeah. Like uh, why is the, why is the why is mushroom a man? Yeah. Why like, is the mushroom kingdom like a dingy city and not a beautiful castle? Well, because Koopo's running, running rough shot through it. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes, that part makes sense, I guess. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be an animated movie. Thank God. Uh, Cause I don't think a live action movie would have worked at all. No. Uh, but it's because being, Bob Hoskins is dead. That's true. Yeah. And John Leguizamo's career is, so it's fine. <laughs> hey, chef was a great movie. Uh, was John Leguizamo in Chef? Yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't like the main character. No, but he was like the best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an animated movie from uh, Illumination Entertainment, the makers of Despicable Me. And, and Minions. Minion. Well, well, no. DreamWorks made Despicable Me and Illumination made the Minions? No. I thought it was... A, DreamWorks a, put out... It's like how Disney puts out Pixar movies. Okay. Illumination Entertainment makes the I just the remember movies. that like, DreamWorks the, puts the, them out. the Despicable Me were under a different label and Illumination was a different label, I thought. No. Oh. No, it's, I, I don't. I've never watched any of them, so I don't care. <laughs> I haven't either. But like the minions come from Despicable Me, so yeah. they're the same. Studio. Yeah, I just remember being confused when I remember it being seeing the the commercials for the minions movie and being like, oh, that's a different studio. Yeah, no, it's it's like Pixar puts out Disney puts out Pixar movies, DreamWorks puts out Illumination movies. Yeah, but um, it would be like if you know, uh, Cars one and two were made by Pixar, and then Cars three was made. Remember how Planes was made? Wasn't made by Pixar? It was made by Disney. Yeah, it's that was the kind of thing yeah. I was thinking. No, yeah, it's not. It's not that situation. Um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, a Mario Brothers movie is most likely. It's not official. It's just the or is it? If no, it's just talks at this point. It's it, yeah. They said they're moving forward, but nothing has been confirmed. Yeah, because it, Nintendo is notoriously protective of their IPs. That they're like, look, if, if this is going to happen, like we need very solid proof that it's not going to be disaster like last time. Yeah. Um, all right. Side side question. Lightning round. Pause. What is your favorite Mario adaptation? Well, what do you mean? Like Super Mario Brothers Super Show. There was that like Mario Brothers 3 cartoon. There was... I feel like there was one other one too. Uh, Which was your favorite? I would have to say the Super Mario Super Show. Yeah. The Captain Lou Albano one. Yep. As uh, Mario. Live yeah, action Mario. The live action Mario. I guess you could include the movie in the adaptation realm too. True. To. Yeah. Um, but also mainly because that was Mario and the Zelda cartoon. What do you mean? No, this other cartoon was separate. Wasn't no, it? it was something where like, like there would be three episodes of Mario and then an episode of Zelda. Oh, okay. It, like they would play that as a, a, a like a, a, a side show. thing. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and that was just bad. <laughs> yeah, I have. Uh, I think I have the Super Show. But once again, it was great bad. Where yeah. like I, I have so many memories of watching the Legend of Zelda cartoon, going like, "Why is Link such a fucking tool bag?" Um, my one, my one request for this movie is that it doesn't have voice actors. Like, I don't want to hear don't Will hear Arnett. Voice. Uh, no, you have to hear Mario's voice. I want to hear like uh, Charles Martinet doing like the woohoo ha ha, but I don't want him to talk. No, he absolutely has to talk. He talked in the show. Yeah, but Mario in the games doesn't talk. You have to get rid of that idea so quickly if you're gonna if this movie's gonna be a thing. Because if you're gonna hold if you're gonna hold that torch from now until the time that movie comes out, you're just you're gonna drive yourself insane. He's gotta talk. There's no way he's gonna be silent for the whole movie. Unless like, oh no, he's accidentally swallowed a fireball and he burned his voice box and he won't get to talk, but halfway through he goes, Wahoo! And like that's all he can muster? No, absolutely. I mean he does not. say like some things. Like he says, you know, characters' names. He'll yeah. say Pete and me, Luigi. Mario. It's a me, Mario. Yeah, yeah. He obviously does talk, but I just don't want to like have Mario having like full conversations. No, he has but to. that's just like because that's the establishment in my mind. Yeah. But like, like I if, want this to be like the Mario Odyssey movie. No. It mm. could be, but he's gonna talk. Yeah. Like he he absolutely has to talk. Uh, but I don't yeah. want it to be like Brad Pitt and Zach Galifianakis and Will Arnett as the voices of Mario and Luigi and Peach and Toad. Like, uh, yeah, I don't that's, want... That's the absolute worst case scenario. I don't want mind. that. I want... You make a... Get a guy who does a Mario impression. Well, get the guy that does Mario. Yeah. Or, or Get don't. Martinet to do it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but that, that, that's all I'm saying. It's like... Because he does all of them. He's also Luigi and yeah. like every character except for Peach and Bowser. So... Get me somebody like I guess you could have Bowser be a recognizable voice as long as they put on like uh, an accent like it's yeah. not just their regular voice like I don't want Kristen Wiig as Peach like that's that's my one oh, request yeah. for this movie yeah. I don't care what the story is it's gonna look fine uh, it's gonna be just, weird it's like Mad Mad Mickelson as Bowser that's fine he can do a good enough job like changing his voice sure. But like, I don't want someone. It's like who, when you hear Bradley Cooper doing Rocket Raccoon, you're like, oh, that doesn't sound like Bradley Cooper at all. Yeah, it does a little bit, but like, to an extent, it it doesn't bother me. Like, yeah. I don't hear Bradley Cooper. Yeah, but that's I, what I'm saying. Like, but it's you're, recognizable. You're not, yeah. yeah. Like, if I wanted to think about it, I'd be like, yeah, it's Bradley. Cooper. You're just gonna be like, why does Mario sound like Bruce Willis? That's yeah, weird. Like, I don't want that. So just keep recognizable mainstream actors who do voice acting away from this. Like Mm. if you want to get voice actor, like if Tom Kenny wants to do Mario, fine, he'll do a fantastic job. I like that guy a lot. Rob Paulson, he can do Mario. Fine. Go ahead. Like if it sounds good, it sounds good, but just, I don't want, I don't want a recognizable voice that also does like acting to be a part of this. Keep everybody away from it. Get it out of here. If you're just sitting there going like, why does Luigi sound like Will Ferrell? Yep. Nope. I don't want it. Nope. That's my one request for this movie. The story could suck, but if the voice acting's fine, that's all I care about. Look, Uh, ultimately, I don't want this to happen. I don't have a problem. That's with like it the ultimate, like best outcome in my opinion. Is that it just falls through. That yeah, that it just never comes to light. Yeah, I don't want any minion style characters in it either. That's my second thing. So I don't want like when they a turn bunch like of toad, toad into the goofy like sidekicks that yeah. are all jumping around being idiots. Yeah, don't want that. Uh, also, they're your characters that don't have any dialogue throughout the whole movie, and they fucking suck. So I don't want Mario turning into a minion, Joe, the way you want it. Mm. Um, Good point. Yeah. Uh, Lightning round resume, but we're sticking with movies because we got a trailer for Rampage based on the game somehow. Which I didn't even know was happening at all. He didn't. He didn't. I said, we were going through the rundown. I went, Joe, do you see the new Rampage trailer? He goes, what, like the game with the monsters? And I went, yeah, like the game with the monsters. And then we watched it and it features The Rock. 
And boy, oh boy, does it feature The Rock. So he's in not one, but two video game-centric movies. Oh, yeah, Jumanji. Because Jumanji is, they get sucked into a video game. Yeah, yeah. which so, looks awful. But, like, it kind of looks fun. Uh, I think it kind of looks was, like That fun, was the one awful. where I watched it just going, like, do not oh, want yeah. it. Do no, not it's want cringy. It I don't need it, but I'm going to see it because it looks stupid. Because, I mean, I love the original Jumanji. Yeah, and I it's too. nothing like the original no. Jumanji, except for the fact that it has the name Jumanji in it. Yeah. And they'll hamstring in some references to, like, uh, Robin Williams' character. or Do you think like, he's going to appear in it? No, but I feel like I have a the sneaking suspicion that there's going to be a younger, like a teenage or 20-something version of that character uh, in Oh, it. so they're going to be in the world that he was? Yeah, like Jumanji is the same world. How you get there has changed, but it's the same world. And he could get there and be like, hey, look, it's a 20-something-year-old thing, which wouldn't really make any sense because that movie came out in the 90s. So if they got trapped in the 2000s like it wouldn't be the same there'll be some reference and also like he was trapped in a pure jungle setting whereas this one like they have helicopters and stuff like that well there would have been like a bunch of modern day accoutrements they're driving motorcycles and stuff yeah so yeah well like the world is I mean the hunter from the first Jumanji like knew how to drive a car and like drive a motorcycle so like but it was like 1950s because yeah he had the old blunderbust yeah um, so it's but like he knew how to drive vehicles and things. So I guess the world keeps on going. I gotta watch that movie again. Yeah, that movie's great. Well, we'll watch it right before we go see the new one. Mm. Yeah, there you go. It works out. But what did you think of the Rampage trailer? It looked like a movie. Sure did. It's from the director of San Andreas, so he reunites with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, I think the timing is just wrong because he just had like Kong Skull Island come yes. out, which was good. I really enjoyed it. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, you had Kong. You had Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes, yeah. Godzilla It's like an oversaturated point right now to put this out. Two movies isn't really oversaturation, but it doesn't look like it's going to be good. No. So that's the real problem. Like, if this looked like a serious... Uh, thing it's and it's not it's a transformers it's a i mean blow up i'll admit i love disaster porn movies yeah like i'm still a big fan of all of uh roland emmerich's stuff yeah even the bad ones like except for maybe independence day all bad ones (laughs) they're all bad ones some of them are more fun than others but they're a really good movie called hell that i don't think was released in america oh here we go joe with the hipster disaster movies it wasn't really a disaster (laughs) movie though no, okay. But well, uh, anyways, like I, I just sometimes I just like to like watch yeah. a, a visual thing. Like yeah. I liked San Andreas. I'll, I'll admit to that. It wasn't a good movie, no. but I watched it going like, wow, watching everything get destroyed sure looks cool. Yeah. Uh, full disclosure, I saw Geostorm. Oh, how was it? It was is what you'd expect. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. The stuff like getting exploded was cool, but the yeah, movie was exactly really like I didn't give a crap about. The, the story rock of the saving, dialogue. like yeah. the rock saving his daughter or wife or whoever he was trying to save. No. I just wanted to see the buildings get destroyed. Yeah, and that's what this movie is. So it's got, it's got the gorilla and it's got the wolf and it's got the giant crocodile. So yeah, I don't know. It could be fun. It probably yeah. won't be a good movie, but it'll but be in fun. the rampage things, they were people that turned into those things. Well, that's not what they are here. Yeah, uh, they, they already fucked it up. Well, I mean. Who would believe that people could turn into other things? That doesn't make any sense. No one would believe that ever, obviously. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it looks it looks bad. But uh, I, you know, I'll see it. I see everything, so doesn't surprise. I me. mean, I probably will never see it in theaters, but you yeah, watch it. I'll you find I'll, a way to I'll watch. I'll find things. my way to see that movie. Yeah, you find your way to watch things. The same way I'll find my way to eventually see Punisher. That's right. 
Uh, lightning round. Joe, there's a scandal. Oh, no. It has rocked the gaming world. Not video gaming. Oh. No, no, no. Not, not video gaming. Uh, the board game community <gasps> is rocked. Oh, no. There is a major scandal involving a titan of the sport in the world of Scrabble. Are you oh. familiar with the game Scrabble? Uh, I have uh, dabbled in Scrabble. You've dabbled in Scrabble. <laughs> dabbled You're a Scrabbler. Scrabble. You're a Scrabble dabbler. Yeah. Nice. All right. So uh, we threw this in here just because it was a fun little story that I saw. Uh, it looks like, and I'll have to pull up the name of the person again. Uh, but a Titan, I guess, a Titan of the sport. He's written several, uh, several books on the the art of Scrabble, not the art of Scrabble cheating or anything like that. Uh, but he was accused of cheating. By double dipping into the tile bag, which is a huge no-no. Um, I doesn't, can't believe him. Yeah, he uh, he he says he he didn't do it. Um, his name is Alan Simmons. Uh, it appears during competition he would draw a tile, and if he didn't like it, sneakily replace it and draw another. Um, and he denied the accusation, leveled by the Association of British Scrabble Players. Uh, so this is like this isn't just like a hey you cheated like this went all the way up to the top of the Association of British uh, Scrabble Players. He's a professional Scrabble player, sixty year old Scotsman, and has built a reputation as one of the game's most trusted minds. Written several well, books, not anymore. Yeah, uh, he's been suspended from competition for three years, which is a very hefty penalty. Pretty harsh. Yeah, especially especially for a person that apparently his entire life revolves around Scrabble. Yeah, if you're I'm, like a world champion Scrabble player who writes books on it, yeah. Imagine being like, "Nah, you can't play that for another can't three do years. it." It's. Uh, do you think they're going to go to his house and like remove all the Scrabble boards? <laughs> yeah, well, we need you to return in all your trophies. Uh, you can't play the game at all. I mean, this will probably impact book sales. He's going to try too. and install it on his phone. There's going to be like a lock on there. It says like, uh Nice try. <laughs> no more words with friends for you, Alan Simmons. Get out of here. Um, so, yeah, we just thought that was a little fun little story. Uh, but, yeah, if you are a hardcore Scrabble player into the scene of Scrabble, uh, condolences and the loss of a great champion. I'm looking forward to the documentary that will be released on this. Yeah, the 30 for 30. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of the, the time, the fall of a lettersmith yeah. tile master or whatever it is when you're Scrabble grand champion. Let's go, uh, let's go tile master. Tile master. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you likened it to Lance Armstrong. Uh, yeah. Again, obscure sport that mm-hmm. people are into, but not everybody. Um, but obviously, Lance Armstrong, people knew, and pe- nobody knows who this guy is. But uh, he's not going to get to play Scrabble anymore. So, mm. bummer for him. It's a shame. Uh, lightning round. You think he'll move on to a new sport? Maybe. Like he'll like go into competitive crossword? Yeah. Canasta or like some other kind of board game of of old ilk boggle maybe? yeah oh yeah he's definitely gonna go big on boggle yeah and you can't you can't really cheat at boggle unless no. you like put the board down and then kind of jostle it a little bit more yeah. i guess that'd be the only or maybe you, you you screw around with your little sand timer yeah that's true uh but i mean he's I think got that, i think that happened in an episode of king of the hill i was gonna say he's got <laughs> stiff competition he runs into miss peggy hill uh she is a uh, champion scribble player which or i boggle heard, player as I heard well. might be coming back I don't want it to. I love that show, but I don't want it's it to. It's so good, but I same yeah, thing. Like, don't don't, don't ruin it. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. And the ending, the ending was perfect. I don't need it to come back. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, lightning round. Uh, we got the awards for the Golden Joysticks, which celebrate the year in video games on Friday. I always find it weird that they have these things like in, you know, now in November. Like, yeah. Why not just wait until January? Yeah, because still there's really coming out reviewers have played all the games that probably anybody that would have been in a contention for something like this, either that game has come out or the reviewers have already played it. Mm, true. 
but we're not going to go through the whole list of all the winners. Yeah, there was that. a lot of categories that they had. Uh, but what was game of the year? Because I feel like that's the big one. Uh, what would you guess? Uh... You know what? No, we'll save that for our own game of the yeah. year thing. Yeah, I'm not I'm not hitting that out now, Joe. We got a whole episode dedicated to that in a couple of weeks. How dare yeah, yeah. you? That's a tease, though. Good tease. Ultimate game of the year uh, went to Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Okay, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that's a. That's who seems... did, does, does it have the list of who it beat out? Uh, no, this is only the. I only got the list of the winners. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, Lifetime Achievement Award going to Sid Meier's. So good for him. Okay. Uh, Critics Choice Award uh, also went to Breath of the Wild. Okay. Uh, so everybody was pretty much all on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me when it received as many tens as it did. That doesn't surprise me one bit. Yep. Uh, best visual design. Care to guess? Visual design? Is Breath of the Wild? Nope. Cuphead. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Obviously. Yeah. No, that's because that's innovative and something that no one's ever really done before. So, yeah. Yep. Studio of the Year went to Nintendo. Yeah. Not surprising at all. They, I mean, they crushed it. Yep. Best multiplayer game going to Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did that come out this year, though? It's I feel still, like it's been out for a lot longer. It's still in early access. Yeah, I but I feel it's like it's actually, been early access for like two years, though. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. this was like, maybe they had some weird loophole where it became an official game earlier this year or something. Yeah, this one, uh, this one I contend with. Best indie game uh, went to Friday the 13th. Best is subjective. I will give it that because I had this argument with a friend about whether or not it was a good game. Uh, he had never played it. Neither have I. But like, it was just he was shitting on it that it couldn't possibly be a good game because it's not as good as Death by Daylight, which is kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but it's like the same general thing. Yeah. yeah. So, wow, that's uh, what I would like to see what the other nominees were. Well, yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, I I would assume that like Cuphead would be in yeah. the running on that. But depending on how much money they may or may not have gotten from like a Microsoft or something, like if they helped like co-produce or something like that, I don't know. Um, uh, mobile game of the year went to Pokemon Sun and Moon. Okay. I mean, uh, it wasn't really up against a lot, but yeah, that makes sense. The system breakdown PlayStation game of the year went to Horizon. Yeah. Uh, Xbox game of the year went to Cuphead. Okay. And PC game of the year went to PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those all make sense. And it's telling of Microsoft, as we've talked about, that their best game on their system that year uh, was not one developed by their own like first party studios. Mm. So, yeah. Interesting then, uh, to say last, the least. Last thing uh, I'll go through. This one is a little interesting. Um, most wanted game. So the most anticipated game for next year. Okay. What do you think that will be? Spider-Man. Wrong. It's The Last of Us Part Two. Oh, okay. Is that guaranteed next year? I feel like that's got to get pushed to 2019. Yeah. Well, maybe it's most wanted game. So maybe it's not next year, oh, okay. but it's like right. things announced this year that's that fine. people are looking forward to. Mine's still Spider-Man. I would have I went for uh, Red Dead. Oh yeah, because Red Dead got pushed out into next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red Dead. Yeah, that uh, that would have been a good choice as well. I'm sure that was on the list. But uh, so yeah, so you can check out. Uh, maybe I'll tweet out the list of uh, joystick winners. We'll uh, follow that link so you can see that there. Uh, and then so to wrap things up for this lightning round and for this episode, uh, we just wanted to go through a couple of cool little things for Black Friday. So in the U.S., the biggest shopping day of the year is uh, this coming Friday. If you're listening to it before Friday, so. People pack the stores. Uh, we're not going to go through it, all of the deals that can be had. That's research you'll need to do on your own. But Joe, what's something that you were looking forward to maybe buying uh, because of a good price this coming Black Friday? Uh, the thing that jumped out to me the most, because I'm for the most part, I've kind of already bought everything that I yeah, want. Most of the games I that I wanted yeah. to pick up. Um, so the only thing that really made me kind of go like, oh, I definitely want to get that, was GameStop was going to have... Um, uh, Injustice 2 
on sale. And I'd normally it was fourteen dollars. I think they were having it on sale. Yeah. And normally, I mean, I've already bought it and re- like traded in and finished yeah. it. But that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles DLC made me go. Got me oh. wanted to. And, and also like the Hellboy DLC and some yeah. of the other stuff. But mainly the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles made me go like. I could pick that up for you know fourteen bucks. fourteen bucks and then buy the DLC for five yeah or buy the season pass for you know 20, whatever it is I'm sure that'll is. probably be on sale yeah I, I I need to double look I couldn't really find a good um like list of like Amazon sales and stuff because they usually kind of keep those close to the vest yeah like yeah. right up to the, like the launch because I really don't want to go into stores I don't want to put up with that anymore well and most of the deals are online too so uh, mm, true. I mean if you're looking for anything definitely pick it out uh, Injustice 2 is one of mine I'm going to pick up uh, WWE uh, yeah, I bought it when it came yeah. out but I knew I wasn't going to play it for at least a month because of Mario and various other things so I, I returned it knowing full well it would be on sale on Black Friday and it's yep. half off everywhere so it's like 30 or 35 yeah that's another one I'll pick up uh, the PlayStation Store sales are live now if you're a PlayStation Plus member uh, so just a shout out there if you're looking to get any of the games and save yourself having to go into a store um, I was also looking a lot of places had um, Horizon on sale as well and it's still a game I have not played uh, so I might be picking I thought you already bought that nope I didn't oh no roommate uh, let me borrow it it's still sitting exactly where he dropped it down on my side table okay uh, have not actually played it so i might pick that one up too because i think that was like 20 bucks uh somewhere as well if you didn't get any of this fall's big releases the assassin's creeds and the south parks and uh call of duty i don't think is really on sale because they never do that for i think Black it's Friday. like maybe 50 yeah, yeah it's like 50 bucks um but a lot of those games are 30 I always hate 40 it when bucks i see those and, ads and they have something on there like that where they're like on the front of the ad where it says like video game sales, I have Call of Duty right there. But it's, and then you like look in, it's just like Call of Duty will be available. Yeah. Not on sale, but they're just like, we're selling it though. So yeah. it's part of the ad. At most, you'll get like a $5 gift card for that particular store when you buy it. Yeah. Um, the the one big thing I'm looking at is there are a lot of PSVR bundles uh, for though and sales in general for those looking to get in on the VR thing, which I have been since it came out. I just like when VR came out, I had just bought a PS4 Pro and a 4K TV and wasn't looking to spend money on the the VR system. But I think a couple places Target has it for does headset itself for two hundred dollars. So if you have the camera and move controllers, uh, which I do, uh, it's two hundred bucks. That seemed so half off the original price. Uh, there's also a couple of bundles with there's one with Doom, there's one with Skyrim, and there's one with Gran Turismo Sport. All of those I think are three hundred or three fifty. I and know they come that with the, the camera, the Gran Turismo one is the camera, the headset, and Gran Turismo three hundred. Yeah. So and I think all the rest of them are that price for Black Friday because none of those come with move controllers or anything like that. So yeah. uh, I'll be looking to pick up a PSVR headset. So hopefully I'll have that because I have a couple of VR experiences and games and things that I've gotten for free over the course of the year. Um, so I'll be looking forward to maybe playing some of those. But let us know what you're looking forward to picking up on Black Friday or what you do pick up on Black Friday. You can do that on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, I've started tweeting a little bit more. Uh, we've got a new episode of the main event, as we teased earlier, coming up. That'll be available. Should be available now if you're listening to this. Um, so you can hear our thoughts on NXT TakeOver War Games as well as Survivor Series, which is an absolutely stacked card that we have to go and get ready for because it's happening in just a couple hours, Joe, because it's 10 hours long, apparently. Oh, good Lord. This Get is gonna be hard. ready. It's going to be a long day. We're going to yep. have to see each other the whole entirety of it. Yep. 
But uh, at least we'll be playing Mario Party, so we'll just learn to hate each other more. That's true. Uh, we're not making it to the end of the show. Someone's going to storm out in absolute anger and vitriol. But the remaining people will be on the post-show portion of the main event, so you can listen to that. Uh, remember, you can listen to the main event as well as the Broken Clocks podcast, Gamescast, uh, every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Uh, and you can listen to that on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Like I said, you can follow us on Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, if you need links to any of the shows, they are pinned to the top of our Twitter profile. 280 characters allowed me to do such things because I can now put four different links to the show uh, and the feed. So uh, you can go ahead and listen there. Remember, you can give us a like and a subscribe and a follow and a share. I think we should be updating our Facebook page soon. There was talk about that, so we'll uh, we'll announce where that is and what it's called when that goes live. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. And I'm Joe. Uh, we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, so thanks so much for listening. Bye.